Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Not Your Average Genetizens. This is Ash. I am joined for this recording by my lovely podcasters, Nat. Hello. Jimin. Hi. And a very special guest joining us is Nikki from Unbothered Unnies. Hello. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Nikki, would you like to say a little bit about yourself or where you're coming from? Um, <laughs> I'm Nikki. Uh, I run a blog um, on Bothered Unnies. And we talk about like K-pop and um, Asian dramas and stuff. And then I also do another podcast with Nat called Soju Chronicles. Um, that's it. I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> well, tell the people about Soju Chronicles. Sell yourself. So I'm Nikki. Um, I run a bar called Unbothered Unease with my friend Nikki. And we talk about... Um, K-pop and Asian dramas. So anything from like Thai dramas, Taiwanese, Chinese. I also do a podcast called Soju Chronicles with Nat from this podcast. And we talk about um, animes, mangas, dramas, and then like all the in-between stuff. So we have a good time. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, before we go into uh, what we've been listening to, anyone want to talk about anything about how they've been doing in the intervening weeks? Want anything that they would like to get off their chest to their listeners? Nope. Watch Attack on um, Titan. Please don't listen to that. <laughs> I said watch Attack on Titan. I didn't say anything else. <laughs> I think we. Sh- I agree with that. Watch Attack on Titans. I've been meaning to watch Attack on Titan for months now. We know. We know. Ash, Ash is the only pure person here. Innocent <laughs> eyeballs. I have seen the the like some episodes of it, but I I got kind of stonewalled at like a very specific part, and I need to I need to move past it. So one day, one day. If okay. you, if you, it's still literally up. the worst arc in the show. So it is. It, it absolutely is. But help. if you are wanting to get caught up, maybe you don't want to watch all the episodes. We did an episode, me, Nikki, and Jimin, about everything that happened from season one right up to this last season that started recently. So I don't think we talked about all that though. I feel like we did. We went season by season because it was a long yeah. episode. Yeah, we you, we talk about everything, <laughs> everything. So I feel like you don't need to watch. You can just listen to the episode. Set Soldier Chronicles. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe I will do that instead. Okay. Well, um, let's go forward into what we've been listening to. Anyone want to talk about um, anything they've been listening to, K-pop or any Western music as well? Well, though, I just kind of recently rediscovered my love for this Kendrick Lamar song called Love. I mean, duh, I'm pretty sure everybody knows that song. I don't know why I introduced it that way. Um, that's it, though. OK. Anyone else? Um, I've been listening to um, 
a lot of got seven and i've also been listening to some of the music that we streamed at our live stream last friday um especially that reverse group or reversa group or whatever that homari had recommended and the monster x song as well too um called nobody else fantastic and uh i've been listening to some like k-pop love romance kind of stuff because i want to put like a playlist together for nyan so i'm still working on it but yeah that's about it anybody else um so i so for unbuttered unease i do like a roundup of like the month and i didn't listen to anything until like saturday which is just me being lazy but i've been like obsessed with burn it by golden child so like that's been on repeat for like the last like three days Oh yeah, Burn it. Golden Child, their last comeback or their most recent comeback. We like that. Yeah. Yes, the one with the zombies. Yeah, that was actually really good. It was so good. I'm like, I was like, I I, I said that I felt like I was um giving men too much rights because my favorite song of the month was by a boy group. <laughs> True. <Aww. laughs> well, yeah, I want them to do a sequel so that. I, we found out what happens because did I she was eat him? way too into. Yes. Did she eat him? Or did love conquer becoming a zombie? I want to know. Were they all eaten by zombies? That's what That's I true. Know. That's true. There was, yeah. It was looking good for everybody. So. <laughs> but yes. Wait, I want to say something. Yes. Uh, listen to Tomorrow by Together. That's it. Bye. <laughs> yes t by t blue hour i'm guessing how'd you know wow <laughs> yes um i have not been lis- i have not listened to anything by them yet but since you talk about them so much i start thinking maybe i should because you make them sound like it's really good so i should probably give them a chance so maybe i will but for now, let's move on to our comebacks and debuts. Um, for this month, we have people that are coming back. We have Espa, um, Chunga, Super Junior was supposed to come back, but they delayed their album again. Hyuna made a comeback. Kang Daniel is coming back. We have a group. I'm assuming is debuting called Try B. Is that how we're supposed to say it? Try dot B. Um, I'm just saying. I assume it's. Comment. I assume it's supposed to be like tribe. To be honest, because try B. Yeah, I mean it looks like tribe. <laughs> yeah, oh, try B is kind of yeah. weird, but you never know with K-pop. It could be well, like. Hold on, it says. The group's name is a combination of try and abbreviation for triangle. So it is try, yeah. which is a symbol of perfection and B, which means existence. So I guess it is try B. Okay. Yeah. The Hangul says try B. Huh? So their name is perfect existence. Very uh, bold. <laughs> Interesting. Choice. One of them looks like Jenny. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. They look really, really extremely young, though. It all look like they have had a lot of work done already. 
But one of them was born in 97. The, uh, what do you call the, the oldest, the leader? <laughs> I yeah. don't know. She was born in 97. And then the Magne was born in 2006, which, <laughs> what? <laughs> that should be illegal. That is illegal. Wow. I don't, I don't like that. So she's going to be 17 this year. She looks like a baby. She actually does. That is wow. I mean, all you know, best of luck. But I, I still have weird feelings about. Maybe it's just because I'm like older now. So like, 2006 just seems like insane to me. But um, because I guess like a lot of my faves were like 14 when they debuted. So <laughs> maybe it's not that bad. Oh, and she's Japanese. Cool. They also have a Taiwanese member, too. They have so, a couple, actually. So, yeah, international. Oh, she has braces? Oh, she's young. I've... Wow. <laughs> okay, well... Not that uh, older people can't get braces, but... <laughs> hopefully, all of their fans are, like, 14-year-old girls and not 40-year-old men. This is the group that's debuting Yuri's cousin. Yuri um, um I, I don't know who that Girls is. Generation. Girls Generation. So uh, nice try. <laughs> so no she did. <laughs> but yes, I'm so surprised she didn't get an um, in into SM. Well, she's not related, related to Lee. No. She's not related to um Lee Suman. She's related to Yuri. So that that's the difference. Because I mean, I don't. She's also Sunny, not a male idol. Yeah, I don't think Sunny would have debuted in Girls' Generation if she was not his niece. Personally, what but, he has a niece in yeah uh, in Girls' Generation, yeah. You know, nepotism can be good sometimes, though. Not in that case, but yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> are you are you calling her untalented? Um, I just feel like you know there are more relevant members in the group than Sunny, but. I don't mind Sunny. Okay. I was just trying to um, stir the pot. So, okay. <laughs> I don't know this woman from Adam. So, yeah. Okay. Um, and then, who else? Um, everyone in this podcast favorite group, except for me, although I do respect them and like them, Shiny is also going to be coming back, which we will discuss at length later because. <laughs> They deserve, but yeah. I did want to go back to um the Kong Daniel comeback. I'm really excited for that. And then I know Hyuna already came back, I believe, and then Don did too. Um, and people were saying they really liked Hyuna's comeback. I think, I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was either they liked Hyuna's or Don's. Honestly, they're a unit to me at this point. So <laughs> whenever one of them has something, it's kind of hard to separate them. Well, Don came back last year. Like late yeah, last year, I don't, remember I don't that song he, with Jesse. Hey, yeah, Don, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah, <laughs> and hers is like I'm not cool or something like that. But it sounds yeah. like Hyoyin's dessert, just with yeah. a slightly different beat. Like you know what I deserve, dessert, yeah. and like that sort of like Middle Eastern. And I, I do think at some breakdown. point, yeah. I think at some point she like. um did like a shout out to Don, like to that that Don song, the the song that he did. Uh, she was like, but I mean, I didn't play it twice because I was like, I'm not interested. But 
I do like she was supposed to come back last year with like a song, but she was sick. So she's come like I guess she's releasing a music video for that song. Soon. She is, yeah. She's gonna have a music video for Good Girl. I haven't listened to the yeah, album yet, but that's a single yeah. on it. So she's coming back. She like this this I'm not cool song is her official comeback, and it's doing pretty well. I mean, it already has over 10 million views, and which is pretty good for someone who's been in the game as long as she has, right? Yeah. Uh, and who hasn't like had who hasn't been back for a while, you know, but she is coming back. I think she's filming good girl right now. So that is going to come out soon as well too. Uh, and Espa's coming back, which should be interesting because I feel like their debut was not spectacular. I mean, they have fan base, you know, they have the SM machine behind them, but I don't either remember their debut. I just remember because it had that dance thingy where like, they were like, their legs were up or, or on the ground and they were like kind of weird and then went to the side and then they went to the other side and the camera angle was kind of cool but it looked weird when they performed it live uh, so, uh, but that was the only thing I remember basically from that and uh, I don't know I feel like I guess it sees their get their competition I guess if we go from like big yeah. new groups and it sees debut was better oh by far you know it's funny i saw i saw um uh is it Cher lloyd where that song was she she lloyd yes and someone's yeah and i don't know but someone said that this is itsy's music (laughs) (laughs) that's true and honestly swagger dagger or whatever the hell that debut song that she had was like that was pretty fire i mean she herself was kind of annoying and she can't sing but her song was pretty good uh uh, but yeah and super junior they released some really like weird statement about their album being like delayed again i don't know if it's like out of their control it's maybe like an sm or but they manage themselves i don't know understand why it would be sm that's holding them back mm. i don't know i i and, heard the rumor mill saying that red velvet is probably going to come back in march oh absolutely the, the rumor mills have been spilling absolutely i don't I mean, I think that's a given with what they've been doing so far with the role of Wendy and covering up Irene being a bully and all that stuff. So her um, a clip from her like movie that she's supposed to be in was released and predictably everyone's dragging it. So (laughs) (laughs) I saw like one of my friends quoted it and was like you know what even Meryl Streep was dragged on pan so it's fine I was like okay well I mean she has a you know what never you never I'm gonna be a better person this year so let's move on (laughs) (laughs) um I guess uh I'm very excited for the Ken Daniels comeback I will admit uh I'm really excited to see what he brings you know is he gonna bring some some you know thirst trappy music now that he's a free man We'll see. Uh, <laughs> but if, uh, I guess, is there any other comebacks or debuts that are people are excited for, kind of interested in seeing that's not on the list? Okay, guess not. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> I guess we'll go on to our news and analysis um, right now. So first topic is 
Silent G Idol. Um, apparently, um, Shu, Shu, is that how you say her name? From Silent G Idol. I think it's. I don't want to say it wrong. I thought it was Shuwa, but yeah, I thought it was like Shuwa. Yeah, Shuwa. Okay, that sounds more correct. Um, from Silent G Idol was whining over not receiving enough hearts on VLive, courtesy of Panchoa Blogspot. Apparently, they were on VLive, and Wookie said, um, Neverland, who I guess is their um, fan name, um, said their hands were hurting because they pressed too much. And then Shua said, so what? Our hands are also hurting right now. And then a fan said that she was the one obsessed with getting hearts. And I guess the hearts thing was like, I, I don't know, something part of the V live that they were trying to do. And then apparently fans were asking her to turn down the music during the V live because they couldn't hear her voice. And then she said, then turn down your phone volume. Why are you guys always so demanding? So, yeah, apparently this, you know, caused some, you know, Neverland to, you know, be a little upset over how she was acting. And um, on Panchoa, one of the responses um, that was translated, someone said, seriously, if she was a male idol, they would have terrorized the channel and she would have become the second. Why are you trying to squeeze info from me? which um, apparently is a reference to something that I don't remember or don't get. But um, yeah, about her being a male idol, that's kind of an interesting thing to bring up. And another person said, when, once in a while when I watch her on VLive, she always frowns and starts screaming. So yeah. I don't really know her in in Silent G Idol. I can actually say I don't really know her because I don't really know her in in the group. But that's you, you would think in these V lives. I mean, it's still like you know work and promotion that you would be a little bit more. I don't know aware of how you're coming off, um, especially with fans since they're your bread and butter, but. I don't know. Um, any thoughts on this? I feel like I've like seen this type of stuff surrounding her a lot before. Um, I'm not sure exactly like how long ago that was or whatever. But like I remember that her fandom was hyping her for being like savage to the K-Nets and how demanding they are. So it's like interesting that now this pan post came out to say, oh, this is too much. I personally don't really care for anyone in Idol. But like, I don't understand. I think that's her concept is that she's like that. I don't know. The abrasive Mm. one. Because like she doesn't really do anything else in the group. Right. She's never on any of the songs. Like she's actually was about to say that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so maybe it's a situation where someone else took it of offense but the fans are just kind of like oh that's just how she is to us right 
I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of strange that, like, the person in the group that has, like, who literally doesn't do anything really um has like all this attitude like <laughs> yeah she she literally does nothing yeah like i think her friends except go on v live <laughs> yeah her fans are complaining that she like um had maybe three words or something like that and han like their three last contact. Sec- three yeah. seconds and yeah. her chinese fans were like we're not buying the album <laughs> So I, I don't know. I kind of feel like, but also too, it's like, it's crazy how we saw like Tiara get witch hunted where, but like these other female idols are so allowed to just continue to be like absolute monsters, like, like Irene and, you know, like whatever. And it's just, it's fine. It's okay because we like them and this is okay from people that we like because it's quote unquote savage. And if somebody right. said like, Oh, um, if, it had been boy groups you know people be like whatever but i'm like no i don't think so i mean maybe you guys like a lot of these people follow like really mean like boy groups but the boy groups that i follow they're actually very respectful to staff and things you know like they're not yelling at people they're not you know known for like having people who have constant bitch face and you know like that kind of attitude so i don't know what boy groups they're talking about (laughs) But most of the boy groups that I've seen, they're actually very respectful. Uh, and not to say like girls are bitches, women are bitches or anything like that. I'm just saying that I don't think that that's like a problem. I mean, yeah, there's some gendered issues in K-pop. Obviously, there's gendered issues in everything. But for this specific like qu- problem, I rarely ever see like male star, male like a male celebrity and, or a male idol that was, you know, just frowning all the time like you know irene or you know noting for having like a bit of a ice prince side of attitude like jessica you know people who are established as people with attitudes or quote-unquote being bitches you know like i don't really see that on the boy side as much but i don't i'm not like a boy band standard either so maybe that's just something that i've missed but i'm just i don't know i i don't think that's an argument to make I don't know what they're talking about, but I will say I rarely see. Um, I think it's a case where boy groups just the way they interact with their fans is just different, and the way that they're expected to be with their friend, fans is different. Um, and you have like with boy groups, I think there's this like expectation of the the boyfriend experience. So naturally, you're not gonna be like a a dick to your fans if if that's what you're trying to sell to them whereas i don't know i mean of course i'm not that familiar with a lot of girl groups but i don't know that that expectation exists for them i also don't know if you guys already talked about that i just got back so oh my god so i actually just because you mentioned a boy group i remember uh i don't know i feel like he was from like one of those like Nugu groups, like a hundred or something like that. I don't know. But where he like basically said that his fans Brett stank. Oh, one on one. No, was no, no, that wasn't one on one. No, continue. Sorry, I didn't. Yeah, but he basically but he was like her, the fans Brett stank, and then they like went on a witch hunt for him because of that comment. I but don't no. know what you're talking about. Sorry. No, 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 no. I was gonna say, but I do agree with you where it's like all about the boyfriend experience, which puts a different like 
um, expectation on the girl group members versus the boy group members. And that's probably why we don't see like, oh, he's so stone cold or he's a bitch and or he's not smiling. I mean, I was going to hop off of something Nikki said too, like about, dang, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, um, shoot. What were you saying? <laughs> you were saying oh, the, group, the group the group no she was talking about the group um because there, remember them when um what before right before 101 had to disband they had that scandal where um it was like didn't one of their sausings call or something like that and i don't know there was like this big thing where they were like basically going in on their fans behind their backs and i think like with boy groups if if they're going to be rude to their fans it's going to happen in private like it's going to happen behind their backs. It's not usually as blatant as this situation with G Idol. Like that situation, I was just like, dang, like <laughs> that kind of reminded me of when do y'all remember? <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw that video when Justin Bieber, a fan gave Justin Bieber something and he just like threw it in the trash, like at the next stop. Like he was in his car and like the fan gave it to him. And then like the next like trash can he found, like, he pulled up to, he just threw it away. I was like, dang. That's crazy. Uh, no, I did not hear about that. But it is. <laughs> I know exactly hilarious. what you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually like low key hilarious, but also like wow. That's like you couldn't like, wait till you got home. Exactly, like you're like almost like not less than a mile out of her. Like she could literally see you throw it away. Like, and I feel like that's what boy like boy group members probably yeah. do. But like, that's the thing too, right? Like, sorry to cut you, but like, okay. So, you know, lots of members are like slowly joining agencies and all of their friends are sending all these flowers. And I'm mm-hmm. like, so what are they going to do with all these flowers? Literally like 20, 25, 30 bouquets what of flowers. Girl, like, what are you doing? <laughs> what, you think they're going to take it home and like water every single plant? <laughs> like, they have jobs, okay? Like, they have things to do. That would be I nice if like, if now, if they started like a little like a YouTube channel for their plants where they just show <laughs> the progression and the growth. That would be kind of cute. I like that, that. would be cute. That would be very unique. But also, like, I don't know. I just kind of feel like it's nice to get things from fans. And a lot of, like, so, like these idols, they, they do really, really treasure it. Like, if you see their houses and, like, I Live Alone and stuff like that, they always have a lot of fan gifts that they have on display there because they're appreciative. And that's great. But also, sometimes you have to kind of be like, you know, is this something that I should really be spending my time on? You know, like was it was it Sehun or Kai that got like four MacBooks and at one fan meet? Like I, this was like a big story a while ago. It was like right when I got into K-pop, and like one of them had got like four separate MacBooks, and like That's I can insane. see an idol, like I can see an idol keeping that type of stuff because it's like who gonna throw away a computer? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 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 I always think that like birthday funds are so interesting because like they like raise all this money for the idols to buy them gifts of like stuff that they endorse. For example, Jenny's fan base keeps buying her Chanel and I'm like, uh, you do know she's like the ambassador, right? She does not need Chanel. What is wrong with you guys? Yeah, like it's literally part of her job description. She literally gets that stuff for free. She doesn't need it. And I don't know. I just feel like I hate to be, I hate to, I know uh, this is kind of off topic. I have to say this though, because she's pregnant now. So I kind of want to say this, but like the only time I've really seen idols really like, like 
like thirst over a gift is when Halsey bought BTS those bracelets and they can't stop talking about how she bought them something. <laughs> and I don't know if it's because it was Halsey they gave it to them. Like, that's the only time I really ever seen that. I've never seen an idol be like, I mean, I think they put on a show. Like when they say, oh, we like, we thank the fans for doing all these letters and stuff. But like, when you, whenever you like, like whenever you see that type of stuff, it's always like for show. Like, do y'all remember like a couple years ago, BTS did that campaign and where all their fans like sent them letters and then they like like made a museum or something like a mini pop-up shop with all these letters. And it was just like this huge campaign for like the love yourself thing. I don't know if you guys know about that or remember that, nope. but they did that. They filmed the whole thing. They went in there and like did this whole like red carpet grand entrance of them going into this like pop-up shop with letters and then you know autographing this big mural or whatever and then after that you never heard about it again they probably set that bad boy on fire it don't even <laughs> exist no more like stuff like that i just think it's wasteful i think it's like i'm I'm getting way off topic but the whole point is is like idols receive so much from fans and Nine times out of ten, they don't even want it or they don't know what to do with it. And then it becomes wasteful. And on top of that, you have situations where idols can be very rude to their fans and their fans still do these things for them. And it's just so strange to me. Like, I don't know. I just don't get it personally, but that's just because that's not me. Maybe you guys can give me some insight on that, on what a fan may be thinking. I don't know, because I don't get it. Nope. I am not buying anything for these people. They are rich. They make a lot of money. Why would I? So if Bam Bam, if Bam Bam called exactly. you and was like, Nat. Yes. <laughs> if he called you and he was like, Nat, I've never been to Canada. I've never had poutine. Can you like send me some poutine? Would you not do it? I would not do it. First of all, Bam Bam is rich and he's flashy. He will buy, he will buy the poutine and fly it to himself in Thailand. I don't have to worry about that. Mm. One, two. Why am I buying a poutine? I work nine to five. Okay. Why would I buy a man who buy his mom a house after one year as an idol? You know, why would I buy him a poutine? Batman better buy me the poutine shop at that point. Okay, like, no. <laughs> that's okay. not that's not gonna happen. I mean, okay, if, if 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 this is like an idol, me and an idol relationship, no. If we're actually friends, that's different. You know, I buy things for my oh, friends, so you your friends buy things for me. So would you yeah. send oh, me what poutine? Ooh, ooh. Sorry, what was that? That was yeah, oh, very loud. Okay. Like an alien. I like it. Sorry, sorry. Wait, what were you going to say, Nikki? Oh, I was asking if you would buy me poutine. Uh, Nat, why are you so quiet? Oh, I would <laughs> buy you poutine. <laughs> that should have been an automatic yes. And now <laughs> right? like, like, that was a very pregnant You know, because she chipped out of it, right? When she was talking on my end, I couldn't hear her. I could only hear like the end of it. That's why. Sorry. That's my bad. No, Mm -hmm. I would absolutely buy you a poutine. So would you buy me a poutine? Yeah, I would buy you a poutine. Oh, okay. Nice. You know, Ashton ass. Yeah, because Ash Ash has morals, okay? (laughs) 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 Yes, you come to Toronto. I'll buy you guys poutines. 
I was trying to, I think I was trying to prove a point, but Nat actually is such a good person that like <laughs> my point is not proven. No <laughs> so I feel sad. But no, I mean, overall though, I do think that like I, I agree with you guys, what you guys were saying when I first came in about like it is kind of rare to see that with boy groups. And then I, you know, of course I talked about why. Um in terms of like my views on her as a person, I don't know this woman. Yeah. Um, I do know G Idol. <laughs> and um it to me, from my perspective, it seems like they can't stay out of scandals. But that's my perspective, right? Like maybe from the Korean perspective, this is their first scandal. But for me, it just seems like every time I look up, they doing something that is disappointing. Like only thing that people I remember people being happy about was when they did Queendom, right? They did Queendom. Yeah. yeah. What was the last time I remember people being actually like impressed by them and like happy with them? Because other than that, it's been cultural appropriation, it's been ethnic hip, it's been being rude to your fans, this, this, and this, and it's just like, but you aren't they Google? Just they sorry. Oh, uh, well, I was gonna say like even on Queendom, like um, oh sorry, let me censor myself. So young, she like when she was doing like her little thingy, and she was like, oh, I'm gonna bring, I want some ethnic sounds, some African sounds in it, and I was just like, girl, what are you, what are you trying to say? Like, what are you trying to say? Like, I don't yeah. know, that girl, she just, mm, she doesn't, she doesn't sit right in my soul. I think rapper. Yes. The rapper slash singer slash writer slash producer. Oh, yeah. That's why. Okay. But she's not good at any of it. She's not. Um, and here's the thing. If I don't actually had good music, I feel like I would be like, nah, you know, like, uh, I don't need anything you? about you. Didn't people Sorry? like really like their debut though? Was I it, like their it? debut. That's their best song, La Tata. That yeah, is, uh, it is their best song. I, I always call it Ratatouille because. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny though, Nat? You said that like if they had good songs or whatever, right? And this is just like yeah. a small, not just like a small tangent, but um, someone posted a tweet from CLC. I, no, it was CLC's no. And then I was like, oh, Idol could never body this. And then everyone was like, oh, So Young wrote it, So Young wrote it. And I was like, okay, and your point? Yeah. Did Idol sing it? No. It. <laughs> it doesn't mean that it's a good song for her. I mean, it's it's probably why she didn't keep it. Exactly. I, mean, I was like, there's a reason for that, you know? Um, okay, it's like if an Idol writes, or anybody, if they write a song and then they give it to you, it's because they don't like it themselves or they don't think they can do it or whatever exactly so but yeah no i think i i'm just tired of them to be honest like yeah. i i haven't liked anything they put out and it's just and even if i did like i'm just tired of them yeah <laughs> like that's, that's the case like i'm honestly like they did a, a dance cover to four minutes crazy and i haven't seen like I mean, if you know the song, you know, it's a, it's not a hype up song, you know, it's, it's fun. It's whatever. They gave zero effort when I was watching it. One, those are your, like, you know, um, that's your senior group, right? Like they help build up the company, blah, 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 blah. It's two, it's like, you're doing the dance cover. You pick the song. Nobody said you had to do the song. You know, like if you didn't like it, you could have picked a different song. It's, it's like, <laughs> so like, funny to me because because they swear they're like, oh, Idol has like the best stage presence of like the fortune. And I'm like, are we girl, watching the same up. stages? Like, <laughs> what stage presence? I don't. I'm like, I'm like, I seriously, I'm so flabbergasted. I'm like, are we watching the same? Like, is there a different 
stages that you're watching that I am, like, I don't understand. I'm trying to think, like, I feel like Itzy has better stage presence than them. And they just debuted. I would argue that even Blackpink has better stage presence than them at this point. Girl, (laughs) stop. You went just a little too far. No, (laughs) we love Blackpink. Everglow has better stage presence than them. Oh, absolutely. Everglow actually knows how to turn their mics on, though. So, I mean, that's true. That's 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 true. Uh, But, anyways, let's move on to the next next? topic. This is too much. So, up next, we have a little scandal for G Friend. So, apparently, G Friend were filming a special program or something for VCR or something that they're going to be releasing in the near future. And for some reason, they had a Nazi soldier mannequin on their set. So, so on decided to pose and take pictures with it and lovingly caress it and hug it and had it on her Instagram. And then apparently she only deleted it because, quote unquote, the fans would get jealous. Then Sin B said so on on her phone is Kitler, which is a mix of Kim Sojung and Hitler. There's actually um, like video or something from the V Live where she says, So on is Kitler. And she said, And I have an evil character next to it. So after that, and of course, people saying that, Oh, they're, they're Korean. They don't, they don't know. They don't know. And it's like everyone literally in Korea knows about World War II because they had a very um, integral part of it and they all know what happened. And she literally was called Kitler by Sin B. Um, Source Source Music released an apology for the scandal. However, the apology was more of an uh, apology for having the mannequin uh in the actual apology they said that they rented out a cafe in Paju to shoot the VCR for G Friends comeback show they said the staff member in charge did not recognize there was a mannequin an issue with the mannequin's attire during the on-site inspection and they apologized they were not able to check in advance that there were inappropriate props at the filming location um, we will make sure to note how the content we produce, um, oh, before that, they said the problematic parts of the video have been corrected. Soan was also very surprised to learn about the meaning of the photo and deleted it immediately. She feels deeply responsible for posting such a photo. We will make sure to note how the content we produce and share can affect many people and pay attention to social issues much more in the future. It, it. I mean, this does not address anything, um, hardly at all. I mean, other. I mean, not the the least the fact that someone was not surprised about anything. She knew exactly what that mannequin was and knew what the whole. She she knew what she was doing, um. 
no one has asked her about that. No one has said anything about coming forward and addressing it. Um, it's just, yeah, I, you know, we've, this is not something that's happened in a vacuum. And we've talked about this on the show before about, you know, some of these insensitive Holocaust incidences with um, K-pop idols, um, BTS having a whole, a whole photo shoot at the Holocaust Memorial Museum. And even in Japan, you know, where there's, you know, a whole issue there with, with Nazi memorabilia and, and that sort of thing. And for me, I just, is there some sort of connection? I, let's, let's, I'm sure you guys have, have things to say about this. So why do you think someone, I mean, do you think that there's a cultural reason that this kind of thing keeps coming up or someone is just ignorant or you know, why does this type of thing keep happening? Seriously. You should see me preparing my dissertation right now. Like, I literally have <laughs> notes, <laughs> outlines. Um, there are so many things behind this, so many reasons why I think this keeps happening, just to directly answer your question. I think, of course, when we talk about the cultural aspect of it, it's very strange to me that it is does seem to have a cultural aspect because I, in my opinion, it does have one, um, and it's very strange. But in a way, I I kind of don't think it's that strange. And the reason why is just because a lot of people that I know who are from South Korea, I think there is this um, in the younger generation. I think there is this like rose colored glasses kind of view of Japan, and I think when we talk about Japan, of course, as we all know, you know, Japan and Germany were allies and Japan is very heavily, like, if you look at the, the imagery in a lot of, uh, I don't want to say a lot of Japanese media, but in some Japanese media, um, I think that it is heavily influenced by, um, or not even just Japanese media. I think that it's kind of like a lot of, like entertainment focus, like, um, how do I put it? I'm going to take the obvious example, right? I, I know we were just kind of joking about this earlier, but like, if you watch Attack on Titan, that 100% reads as like Germ Nazi Germany. And the imagery, everything from all the way down to like the military uniforms that looks like Nazi Germany. And that's something that you can see that kind of look is pervasive in the, in the entertainment industry. Actually, a lot of artists and entertainers, even here, when they do costuming, it's very popular. And I think it, it was kind of popularized back in the 80s where you saw people doing like the military style look. And that's heavily influenced by Nazi propaganda. Like one thing the Nazis were great at was spreading propaganda and look and not my personal opinion, but I think a lot of people think that that look is cool. And I think that it's like, it's, it's been glamorized in a sense, like just because of, I mean, even to like, I have so many thoughts right now that it's like it's coming out in these bits and pieces, but like even to things like the types of cars we drive and what we see is cool, like BMW, Volkswagen, these 
brands and these labels were all funded by the Nazi regime. A lot of these things have Nazi imprints on them. And I think that feeds into the the cultural consciousness that makes not outright Nazism, but things that are synonymous with Nazism seem cool to people. Um, and I think what's strange about it, like, from the outside, of course, is because, well, yeah, like, why would you as a Korean person sort of idealize Nazis when obviously they committed atrocities in their own right in the West, but also they were allies with the people that committed atrocities against you? Like, it's perplexing. But this younger generation, there's this like, Japan is seen as really cool. I mean, honestly, by a lot of people, not just by Korean people. Like, there's a reason why, like, <laughs> like weeaboos are a thing, right? It, J- Japan is just seen as like this, like, really cool, modern um, kind of utopia for a lot of people. And I think people idealize a lot of things about Japan. It's kind of like the way we talk about Korea booze is, I think, the way the like a lot of people are about Japan. Um, and it's very popular with the younger generation in South Korea. Learning Japanese is one of the first things they do. You know what I mean? In terms of like, when you talk about expanding your, your cultural mindset, Japan is also very similar to South Korea in many ways. And the story of South Korea is kind of similar to the story of Japan. I mean, not completely similar, but I'm talking about when we talk about um industrialization modernization it kind of happened in the same way with this idea of soft power and we talk about that on our show a lot with you know the how you wave right that's very similar to how japan kind of took their culture and spread it throughout the world and i think that a lot of countries that I don't want to call them like, I don't want to say not as developed as Japan, but like that are not in the same place as Japan is. I think they look at Japan as a model and as an ideal society um, and, and want to model their system off of that. And honestly, I think that's what South Korea did. They modeled their system off of that, which is why we have K-pop and and K-dramas and all that in the same vein as why we have anime and Sony and et cetera, you know, these huge names um and so with regard to the cultural aspect it's there like it it is part cultural this you know um kind of romanticize romanticization of things that i don't (laughs) of of things that you would think people wouldn't romanticize. I'll say it that way. And I, and I know that we're talking about Nazi Germany, but it's like I said, the reason why I'm talking about Japan so much is because so much of Japan and Germany have their history overlaps and it's hard to divorce the two from each other. And I think, I think because it's so easy to do that, it's also thus in turn easy for them to sympathize with Nazism, if that makes sense. Because if you can completely divorce what Japan did to your country, like if you can completely separate your emotions from that, theoretically, you could kind of, I feel like you, that you can kind of justify anything or be okay with anything. And this is not, I'm not applying this to all Koreans. I'm saying specific in this specific case, that cultural element I think can apply, right? I don't know if that made any sense to anybody listening. Did that make any sense to anybody? <laughs> 
Yeah, no, it absolutely, <laughs> it absolutely did make sense. And uh, I 100% agree with it. I do feel like there is this glamorization, especially of the war, um, like World War II specifically, in like the Allies versus the Texas yeah, party and things like that. And, you know, the whole Hugo Boss, you know, made these Nazi outfits and a lot of people and really people like them. think they look cool. Like they, yeah. they, I mean, and, and I think as you know, say that there's the cultural element, right. To kind of answer yeah. Nat's first, Ash's first question. But then also, you know, I think that there is a more, uh, there's a less sort of what's the word, like a less systemic aspect to it as well. I think that, I think that people Okay, this is a hot take, and y'all can tell me if I'm too hot. Let me know, because you know me. Sometimes I can be a little too much, a little too controversial. But um, I do think that there is this empathy for, or like, I think people sometimes the fact that they call her Kitler, let me know, lets me know that this girl probably, I would only call someone that if you, if you did something that made me think that, you know what I mean? That you were like an evil person or that you had certain beliefs. And I think this ties really heavily into the idea of putting whiteness on a pedestal. And I think this ties really heavily into the thought that some people genuinely like it sounds icky to say it, but some people genuinely think that like Hitler was not that bad of a person. Some people genuinely think that like there should be white supremacy or some people genuinely think that inherently certain types of people are better than other types of people. And I think that maybe that's me reading too deeply into the situation. Maybe she was just having fun. But if your friends are comfortable enough to call you Hitler, like as a nickname, that tells me that behind closed doors, what are you saying? Like, what are you actually saying to make people call you that? I would think that, okay, I guess since we're doing hot takes, um, (laughs) 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 I'm like, okay, I'm just going to say it. Like, a lot of these um, collectivist societies are very much prime for fascism, I think. Mm. (laughs) And I also believe that the xenophobia people not Korean experience in Korea also is very, you know, very much in line with, you know, Nazi propaganda, Nazi ideology. And I could see how, you know, these, a lot of these countries could see that and think that that is a good thing or like, yeah, you know, we don't want to have all these other people in our country. I, you know, they shouldn't be around. Oh, Koreans 100 or 100% Koreans are superior to, you know, all these Southeast Asian people who we don't like, Mm. but we want to get money from, you know, um, their constant battles with Japan (laughs) that go nowhere because you guys technically need each other. You guys feed off each other's, um, you know, like the, the output or export, you guys, like you like you need each other like that's and and the thing is it's not even the fact that they need each other in that regard but also the fact that they get together and then shit on the other asian countries you oh know, my god like that yes. is the part that kills me the most you, and honestly i'm not saying all koreans i'm not saying so hot. That is such a hot i'm not day. saying it but i'm just saying that I look at a lot of different things before I form opinion. And historically, I mean, I love Japan. I'm not going to lie. I, I mean, historically, yeah. 
they've done a lot of fucked up shit. Oh, PG, sorry. They've done a lot of bad things. And I do, you know, I acknowledge that completely. And I, and unlike the right wingers in Japan who are trying to act like that didn't exist, I acknowledge it 100%. I stand with comfort women in any country um, because that is like, that's where I stand, basically. But I do love anime and I have always loved anime. I've always wanted to go to Japan. Um, I don't personally love Japanese people. I just really like the things that they produce. And so being in Japan would be perfect for someone like me who can go to the anime museums and like all these other things because they, what I like about what I guess what I like about what you can do in Japan versus like, and I've been to other Asian countries and, you know, had mixed experiences, but what, from what I've seen of, of people who visit Japan, there's so much to do because there's so like, they embrace sort of like the niche things. You know, they'll go to like a Dragon Ball Z restaurant and they'll have like life-size figurines of like Goku or something like that you know like this stuff is all within my interest <laughs> so Honestly, I would Japan seems like there. an entirely different yeah. universe to me yeah, not absolutely. in a bad way but in a way that's like like you said there there is room for niche interest there yeah, I just absolutely. I do think though to kind of speak to something that you said is like there's a lot of like um there's a lot of discourse in academia about the sort of the intersection of anime and Nazism like I, there's a Italia. lot you can read about that. What, Italia exists. <laughs> Italia is actually, ooh, Italia is um to me people think Italia is funny, but I think it's kind of uh I don't say controversial, but it's messed up. It literally <laughs> takes the the you know the the actors in World War Two and makes them cute cuddly characters. Yeah, like what are you? What, what, are, what is wrong with you? You the know, concept like, is a mess. I, I think that I, I mean, but you know, this is all like really good conversation to have around this just because like just as there are people here in the United States and people in Canada and people in Brazil and in a, a lot of you know quote unquote democratic countries that could easily fall into fascism. And I think that it's just really it's a culture shock a bit to see so many celebrities outwardly kind of like show like like it like outwardly almost trivialize fascism like i feel like i feel like that would be really controversial here like if she if if she was an american celebrity especially in 2021 especially after the insurrection at the capitol i feel like that would be really controversial here but I, for some reason like i just don't if, i feel like in south korea it's it, i don't especially after seeing what netizens were saying about it, like, it really seems like there was this, I don't want to say justification, but kind of a justification. It was like people were saying, well, you know, it, did you guys see how people, like, netizens were saying, well, Usher yeah. wore the rising sun flag? So I saw, like, a post, and I was, I've been trying to, like, uh, the entire time you guys were talking, I was trying to, like, find it again, but it's, like, gone. But they were, like, saying that, like, in Korea, specifically, there is, there does seem to be this kind of, um, I don't want to say praise, but, like, there's, they definitely idolize, like, Nazi, which is, like, which is interesting because they didn't want, they don't want Japan to do their rising flag for the Olympics because they say that's the equivalent to their swastika. So I'm like very confused in general about like what some of the K-Nets 
um, response is to this because like they have bars like so like Nazi themed bars in Seoul and stuff like that so it's like what are you guys really saying right now right it, exactly that's I think it's the hypocrisy that gets me it's like I, I don't know like it's kind of uncomfortable and it's it's a tough conversation to have I think just because we don't want to fall into the as Nat said not all Koreans you know quote unquote but like it's just kind of strange that it seems like not out of the ordinary. Like, whereas I think here that would be very strange. And I think they're saying that, oh, we don't know about this. Just like you guys don't know about the rising sun flag. I think that that's like a slippery slope just because, just because, and and the simple fact that that's a slippery slope to me is because I think the, the education is different in the West and in the East. And I think that like, and, or even in other parts of the world versus America, I think that in every other part of the world, I do feel like they learn about every other part of the world. And then also, yeah, but also like I grew up in Jamaica and we definitely learned about World War Two and World War One. Right. Like, so. you know I mean? <laughs> it's just like, no matter where you, it's like, it's a, literally called world war. Like it affected the whole world. It's very, very different from something that was more of a regional conflict. Like, like for example, a lot of people probably don't know that South Korea, like the way, you know, how they had comfort women, Japan had comfort women, you know, brutalized and abused comfort women in South Korea. South Korea did that same thing in Vietnam. And a lot of people don't know that, you know, it's like, you can't compare, you can't make it seem like the Holocaust is one part of Holocaust is a huge, horrible atrocity and is also one part of what the Nazis' entire vision for the world was, right? The Nazis wanted an empire. that It wasn't ever limited to Europe or limited to Germany, like, which is what I think a lot of K-Nets are trying to argue, like, oh, that was a Western thing. That was a European thing. We couldn't possibly know about that. And I'm like, if you don't know about it, why is the imagery all over <laughs> your country? Like, if you don't know about it, if you don't know about it, why are you comparing horrible people to Hitler? Like, if you didn't think Hitler, if you didn't know that Hitler was known as a bad person, why are you comparing bad people to Hitler? That doesn't make sense to me. That That's like, that's like trying to say, like, for example, over here, if we didn't know about and I'm not I don't <laughs> I'm trying to, like, be real sensitive about this because the people I was about to mention are still alive, like Putin and like. um, Like. Kim Jong Un, Kim, you know what I mean, like. We know about that here, and I think if somebody were to compare it and, you know what I mean, it's not. I guess my point is, is like you cannot make the argument that you didn't know or that it's not global news because it is and it was. It always has been. It's like that meme where the the astronaut is holding the gun to the other astronaut and they're in front of the, the round Earth. And he's saying, oh, I didn't know the Earth was a sphere. And the other astronaut is like, always has been like that's where that's <laughs> that was a stupid a stupid comparison no 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 i agree though but like the thing is like i'm sorry she how old is she she's like what 23 at least like girl you knew don't even play and like apparently it's been a running joke in their fandom since like 2000 since they debuted pretty much like like come on sorry i didn't mean to cut you off i was agreeing with you <laughs> oh no i was <laughs> I will say though, like I mean, I mean, since we're already getting hot here, um, the, how much hotter can you take? Jeez, 
the education about something like a flag versus something like, you know, um, an empire built on on basically murdering, you know, anybody who doesn't fit your ideology like that. Those are two different things, you know, like everywhere. I, I honestly, I do feel like everywhere around the world knows at least something about World War Two and they know what a Nazi is. Like those are two things that you have to know. And with the education system in Korea, there's no way that she didn't know. So either she's stupid, which is what this this um, apology is trying to say, that she's actually stupid. Like we didn't even talk about that. Yeah. But or she did it. And as you said, it's a running joke. And I mean, people are saying that might be like a witch hunt and like there's a lot of misinformation. And that could be also be the case because, you know, you know, like with K-pop. The fans are always trying to brush things under the rug. The antis are always trying to bring things up. And there's always like that gray area in between. So I totally get that. But also the Hitler thing. I mean, that's Come very on. specific. That is super that is, specific. That is, to me, that's a smoking gun. Yeah, that's absolutely. literally that's literally they found the gun and the corpse in your house. And then, on, Who else and, did then it? and then on top of that, they basically ran Sam Okoye yeah they basically ran him out of Korea for saying like oh maybe this is a little anti-black and they're brushing this Nazi girl under the rug like it's not a big deal it's all about it's all about us versus them right it's like it's the out group thing that I think has no place in conversations about global atrocities and i feel too honestly like anytime you like anytime they can be the victim and this is not even just about korea this is about a lot of things talking about you conservatives talking about some of you liberals as well too um anytime you can put yourself in the victim position you're gonna run with it you're gonna run with it even if there's nothing there to run with but as soon as any sort of a mirror is placed in front of you and you can reflect and maybe even be a somewhat better person less peace pos you know, you're going to like do whatever you want mental gymnastics wise to like make it so it's not a big deal. And that's why these netizens comments are so hypocritical because Usher wore a rising sun flag on his shirt. He probably doesn't even know what the flag of Japan looks he like. He literally like, doesn't even like, know <laughs> where Japan is on the map. On the map. On the map. Like, I mean... You know, obviously, I hate to say it, but I really, I really hate to say it. But and I'm just going to come out and say, I feel like this is kind of an elephant in the room. American education, you really don't learn about anything outside of Europe and America. I'm just going to keep it real. Like you, you really don't. And what little you do learn about the rest of the world is because of the world wars. You know what I mean? Like we know about Pearl Harbor. We know about Nagasaki and Hiroshima. We know about these things because they were a part of world wars. And of course, they involved us. I, I, I think that's kind of an elephant in the room. I, I, it's not a good thing. It's not an excuse. It's not, you know, this, that and the other. It's just a fact. Whereas I just, from what I know, obviously, I've never, I didn't, I wasn't in elementary school in South Korea. But for my friends who were <laughs> in school in South Korea, it's not like I, I think the history that they are taught is more global. That is just what I have noticed that I, I probably shouldn't have I said would, that. But. No, I agree. I like agree with you because like I said, I grew up in Jamaica. Like I didn't move here until like I was 16. And like from what I saw here that they don't teach you anything, like even with slavery, like 
we weren't we weren't taught the American version of slavery. So like it's just like a completely different curriculum that Americans deal with. Yes. I mean, I mean, to keep it real with y'all for like maybe the first 10 to 12 years of a student's life, they really think that. Christopher Columbus discovered the the first and foremost that he is the person that discovered the earth wasn't flat, which child we been knew that, you know what I mean? And these are things like to other people, I think they seem like basic things, but to a lot of American children, they don't know that. that it's a, you got American children who don't even know that like Thanksgiving is like <laughs> should not be <laughs> really a holiday. You, you know what I mean? Like. And that's a holiday in our own country. So, yes, that's a problem with the American education system. I'm not saying that it isn't. I'm just saying that, like, to try to make it... And I'm not even just talking about America. Like, even in Europe, like, to try to make it seem like Adele should know about the rising sun flag. Or, okay, no. Yes, she should know, right? She's like a grown woman. But I'm saying to make it seem like as if this is comparable to that, I just don't think it is. I don't... I don't see how you make that mental leap. And furthermore, I want to touch on this apology, which wasn't an apology, first and foremost. And it's from the big hit university of not having your idols take accountability because not once, first and foremost, this was an apology released from Source Music. It wasn't released from, what's this girl's name? Soyeon? So, 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 so on, so on. on. Thank you. I, I'm sorry. That is very unprofessional of me. I don't know anything about this group. I just, this is my first introduction to them. So I, I my whole thing is, is like just last year when Sugar did the same thing, we dragged him. He didn't apologize for his Jim Jones stuff. He didn't come out and, and, and take accountability. He wasn't a man about that. And when you do that, you you make yourself a target you make yourself it's easy to blacklist you and i'm not saying that's gonna happen off of this one thing but i am saying that now they people are taking notice of this so now when you know they if you talk about k-pop they might associate it oh oh okay that's a k-pop girl group Mm, is that the people that did the holocaust thing is that the people you know what i mean they're gonna associate it with is that the girl that took a picture with the nazi statue and who they call kitler because she seems like hitler hmm they're gonna think about that i mean cnn and bbc wrote articles on it so (laughs) i mean you're talking two of the biggest news networks in the western world like i don't see how you get away from that and not only that, like I said, anti-Semitism is something that people just don't tolerate for absolutely should not tolerate ever, of course. But I'm just saying that like out of everything that I've seen just in my years on this earth, Jewish people, if you if you are a Nazi sympathizer, if you are this and the other, you, they will come for you. And your career is going to be like, what career? And maybe that's out of pocket. I don't know. Am I out of pocket? Am I doing too much? <laughs> I'm kind of getting scared. They might be, the FBI might be listening, but. No, I think it's, it is a quite a fair assessment. I, I would say though that, I mean, BTS did a whole photo shoot in the Holocaust Museum and um, they 
basically got away with it. So I, think I don't the know. Difference is, though, I think what are you talking about? Opa didn't know. I think the difference <laughs> is with BTS. I think the difference is with BTS is that they were completely new goo and like it didn't oh, blow up. Yeah. It wasn't world news. You know what I mean? And, and honestly, a lot of people don't even know that. Well, I mean, I a think lot if of people, people did. Yeah, that I would mean, be a different story. It's the fans, right? As soon as an, a bad story pops up, they bury it, right? They bury and it. Like they're good. They're good at. It. They're good at it, right? Too. But the only think- reason why I knew about it is because I went searching for it. Like I actively, yeah. whenever I, you you know me, whenever I try to see about a new group, yeah. I want to see all, their rap sheet first. I want to see because honestly, you know, with K-pop, you got to do that. Like when you're trying yeah. to get to a new group, you have to search uh, such and such group problematic moments. <laughs> you gotta search that up. You gotta make sure. But also too, I think no, but I think now this is probably like if this does blow up, which I think it should because I think it's just disgusting. Um, I I do feel like that stuff is gonna come up. And you know, like, you know, RM in the Nazi uniform and and you know that remember that brand boy that used the Nazi imagery that was super huge in Korea for for a while too. Like I think all that start coming up. I think Zico maybe too had something like that. So I hope that this I would not be surprised if Zico has something I mean, like that. Like, we have so you can tell me <laughs> that Zico is literally committing war crimes and I will believe you. <laughs> Honestly, like, oh, same. Same. <laughs> so, you know, it's I'm I wouldn't be surprised though. As I said, like I'm hoping I honestly do think that her life should be ruined. But if she really is a Nazi, then yes, her life should be ruined. Yes, and I mean, I come would, on now. I would absolutely love for that to blow up and to become like a big story and, and that to affect, you know, her her as an idol. Because I feel like, you know what? I'm tired. I am actually absolutely tired of these garbage people doing garbage things and believing garbage things. And it's like, if you just respected people's right to be alive as they are, like, it's that simple, you know, like it really is that simple. And I don't think you can be Nazi sympathizer and neo-Nazi, any of that stuff and be a good person. So at it's this, like literally impossible. So basically she like this stuff is true. And I mean, like, as I said, we're talking about, you know, things that we've seen other people say um, for the most part. Um, oh, and here's another thing. I'm so not going to call Nat Natler if she's not like, acting what? like Hitler. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just not going to do that. Like, what and the then on top of that, too, it's like, they, so this was taken in a German-themed restaurant. Why is your German theme, like, you know, there's more to Germany than than Nazis, the right? Nazis? Like, like, what? Like, that, I'm not saying that, like, obviously that's something that people know about them, but Germany has worked very hard to remove traces of Nazism. Like, it's legal, literally illegal <laughs> in Germany. To be a Nazi. So how are you in South Korea? Like, like, how are you there having a Nazi life-size mannequin in this German-themed restaurant to make it more authentic? Like, what German like travelers are just you know in Korea and seeing they're like, oh, there's a German restaurant or or bar. But you know what? The more you talk about it, and like the more you like like say that, the more I'm like. You know what? South Korea is a place where you would find something like that. That's why, honestly, whenever they like talk about like um, doing volunteer work and stuff like that in Africa, I'm like, you know what? 
you guys have enough problems of your own. Why don't you stay there and get a volunteer in South Korea? Korea. Yeah. Like, I think you need to stay there because I've been watching documentaries on South Korea's aging population and, you know, on income disparity and, you know, about failing markets. And I feel like maybe you should spend a little bit more time there dealing with your problems and educating your idols. Educate, like, okay, idols, you guys, any idols who are listening to this, you know, I'm sure that you um, just know that if you guys want any sort of training on how not to get into these problems, we are free. We cost money, but we okay. are. I'm we are free. We are not free. This is what I meant to say. <laughs> Our time is free to do this. But we cost money, clearly, because I mean, if they're willing to supplement, if they're willing to supplant my salary, then I do it full time. I don't have no problem with it. And you know what? It's better because then you don't have to deal with that Um, skirt. (laughs) uh, (laughs) (laughs) I I was about to say, Nat, don't acknowledge it, but you. (laughs) No, I mean, anyway. So as I said, like. I know other countries have problems. I mean, we're not here to say that we live in utopias. I spent last episode like 10, 15 minutes talking about how Canada ain't shit. So, I mean, that's definitely that's not episode. something we're trying to say. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. Oh, so I'm like, this is definitely not something that we're saying like our country are better than yours or anything like that. We literally celebrated. We This is how bad America is. We literally celebrated the election of a man we all hate because we hated someone else worse. Like, it doesn't get worse than that. Like, I think, I think, and and I think part of it too is just because we did touch on the cultural aspect so much, it may seem like an attack on South Korea. I mean, if I hated something, I wouldn't have to do a podcast that speaks on it. I don't hate South Korea. I don't hate South Korean people or nothing like that. I think that there's a lot of change that needs to happen in in many cultures across the globe. I mean, there's so many places that are like slowly falling into fascism, including the UK and Brazil. <laughs> you know, it, it's scary. And Even, I'm, um, Myanmar just have like a yes, coup, just, like a military yeah. coup or something like that. Yes, so. actually, yeah. Yeah. So and 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 also too, <laughs> I think. I'm not okay when it comes to this particular girl and this particular group nothing I say is out of a place of love because I don't love them I don't know them um but if it's you know obviously if there's a group that I like and they they do something extremely problematic I do some you know sometimes I do say things out of a place of like I want you to grow and be better right well actually that's that's every time right but I think that sometimes it's like situations to where it's not about you being educated to grow. It's about you making a conscious decision to be a good person because clearly education ain't the issue. We've, I think we've established that years ago when we first, you know, me and Nat first came on the podcast, we established like it, it is beyond education. It's more about you deciding what kind of person you're going to be. Yeah. You know, and and to do the work to become a better person and maybe unlearn things that you need to unlearn, learn things that you need to learn. And you know what? Stop with the excuses. Like, why are you, like, your manager didn't tell you to make kissy faces at this Nazi mannequin. Like, nobody told you to do that. Nobody told you to do that. You chose to do that. So 
you blaming this, that, that, oh, it was just here. Like, that's just nonsense. And that's garbage. This is a garbage apology straight out of big hits. Like, you know, playbook clearly, um, where the idols never take responsibility in the pandemic. Like, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. And, and leading to the next topic, I do believe mm. there's a conspiracy, a conspiracy where whenever somebody from certain groups get into scandals, the fans may look for other things from other idols to bring up so that it covers their problems. Because this Taman thing came from what, like 1200 years ago? And then they sliced and diced his interview to make it seem like he said something that was extremely problematic. And it was like, Somebody easily found the actual clip and easily translated it and said that to prove that that wasn't what happened. So, so for the fact that, for, that you did all of that makes me think that that was a witch hunt. That was something you did specifically to get at Taman. And let me tell you something here. Taman could have said that 1200 years ago and I'd still be a Taman fan because you know why? Because Taman now would never say something like that. And Taman has proven that now he would never ever say anything like that. And I mean, I don't even know Taman and I believe that about Lee Taman. So I, when I saw that that came up, I was really confused because I was just like, what are we doing? Is this like supposed to be some sort of an arms race? Because at the and and also, would you say it's a conspiracy? I don't even think it's a conspiracy. I think they just outright doing it. They don't care. It's not it's nothing secretive about it. They want you. They they just care to get the flack off of their idols. And I, I'm 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 really vexed about that because, as you know, I love shiny, right? And I know I know every single problematic. I feel like I know every single problematic moment shiny has had because. Like I said, I do my thorough research. And if I, 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 I'm one of those, like, like Nat, much like Nat, I'm one of those people that like, I do value growth a lot. And I have quite literally, like ever since some, some different moments that people may try to pull out, I've seen growth at every stage. I've seen an active, like, actively trying to not be that whereas this girl she's not trying to be better or like a hindery from ncc he's not trying to be better better when they called him out for wearing that like wig he actually told a fan that to shut up and stop talking about it or bang chan when they call him out he actually, uh, the fan explained it to him and then he turned around and did it again this is what we're talking about if you have such a bad reputation that your friends call you Hitler, it's not, you, there's no growth. We're not even talking, we can't talk about growth. I completely agree with Nat that this happens and it's like, it's, it really gets under my skin and not just this time, right? I'm talking about times in the past. I remember when um it came out that Jimmy from BTS was up here calling Jungkook I'm not going to repeat the word, but he called him something that if somebody ever called me that it's on site, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I remember when that came out and like armies was trying to cover that up. And, and what they did was they tried to say, oh, but EXO, oh, but Kai said this, oh, but, you know, Chanyeol did this, oh, but Beck County, y'all don't ever say anything about them. And it's like, yes, we do. We constantly get on their case. What are you talking about? Like when people do this, I don't know what they try to get out of it because it doesn't make your idol look any better. When Suga did the Jim Jones stuff, 
y'all bringing up everything that every other group has ever done didn't make sugar look better it just made it just made all of y'all look stupid like as a like as a collective it just made you look dumber i don't know and on top of that on top of that sorry to interrupt it's like okay nobody is unproblematic like point blank like everybody is has something that they're either unlearning, you know, they need to to fix about themselves. Like self-reflection is daily and it doesn't stop at a specific age. It's something that you have to continue working on. Even I do. I like, you know, I have to work on certain things and like certain, you know, opinions and things like that um, at my age. And that's something that I see myself doing in the future. That is, there's nothing wrong with it. I don't know why people feel like, you know, constructive criticism sent, you know, or just be like a girl you need to fix this like i don't understand why people are so against it and in in terms of the whole competition of problematic idols versus problematic idols listen i stand big bang and i stand chinua one where child i don't know how you do it when we're group has been saying the n-word since 1999 Another one is Big Bang. I mean, Matt, Big you Bang has say a whole like that. <laughs> Big Bang has a whole rap sheet. I mean, I can't even go over everything that they say. And you know what? I love Big Bang. I love Shinwa. I love the members. Do I like the things that they've done that are problematic? No. Do I call them out on the things that they've done that's problematic? All the time. I Last time I talked about Shinwa and Eric being, uh, you know, garbage human beings, you know, for what he wrote into the raps of Shinwa's music for all these years, fans were getting at me on Nyan's Twitter. I don't care. I can still love Shinwa, still put money, time, and effort into Are you talking about, was that that thing where, um, something, I remember you talking about that, something happened, but it was revolving around another idol at first, right? And then you were saying about Eric, and then people were saying, like, responding to us and saying, but sis. Yeah, they're like, oh, well, he didn't know. I'm like, Eric went to school in L.A., you think he's walking down the street calling the N- black people the N-word? Well, think you know, that. the the other thing that came up, too, is like in the same vein, the kind of the, the next topic, but the same topic that Park yeah. G-Sung stuff from um, Stray Kids, where, you know, it was brought up that he was saying the N-word and all this, that and the other and people saying, but he was 13. That also that also doesn't work because when I was 13, I wasn't racist. So <laughs> and here's the thing. I always see this this tweet on Twitter. Um white people specifically like i think this was tweet was geared towards white people but like how come all these like non-black people always go through a phase where they're racist against black people like how how is that like a learning curve like that's something that you just do like everybody justin bieber did it justin timberlake probably did it like how is that oh he definitely did it also justin timberlake is going to jail that's true (laughs) sorry nikki what did you say did you say he was going to jail well yeah (laughs) (laughs) but this is what i mean like why is this that like korean people you know for all the all of this infantile infantization that they do to these idols and treat them like a kid treat them like they're stupid and like it's okay for them to be stupid um even with the education system in korea and also with the internet and the access to internet um that people in korea have like why would you then like oh why why is it that Every single time 
we have a group and I'm going to say like every group because it is every group. You have at least one member of the group that says the N word, you know, makes comments about dark skin, um, you know, says something super, super like weird or just like, like this misogynistic or xenophobic or like, why is this like, these are just the things that they do. And then why do you people treat it? Like it's, it's something that everybody has to go through when I was 17 I wasn't saying the N word and I'm black. Okay. Like, <laughs> right, like we're actually black. Like, like I hesitated I, to, to repeat the like Korean yeah. equivalent. <laughs> I'm actually black. We have excuses. We can say it. I mean, our ancestors went through all of that. So we, I guess we can say it. Well, I don't say it. I just, you don't say it. Like what the hell? Yeah, what like, the hell? There's a thing. I know they, they don't come to, you know, the States or Canada or these countries. And they're just talking to like the girl behind the, the Starbucks counter and saying, hey, what's up, my N-word? And they get a, a venti, you know, Americana. Like, I know they're not doing that because they know better. So then why why is Hwasa coming up with this Beyonce song and inputting an N-word that doesn't even exist in the friggin' song? Like, how does that even make any sense? There's no excuse. You have no excuse. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a first-generation idol or if you're a fourth or fifth-generation idol. You have no excuse to say the N-word. You're stupid. You're dumb. And I hope you get dragged for filth. That's all I gotta say. Yes, I, I totally agree. I think we live in 2021 and I, I just get tired of saying it just because it, it, it I don't I don't know we always wonder like we always ask like is k-pop going to change and I don't think I think a lot of times the entertainment industry is a reflection of the society you know it's not I don't think it well no, okay let me take the back it's not a reflection of society it's a reflection of society's values right so I, I think that it only changes if people individual people decide to change and spread their own change and knowledge out to others for I think a really good example of this even though it's a huge work in progress and there's so much to go and it's still really 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 horrible I just do have to say that like the way that black people have been coming together in the wake of everything that's been going on, you know, the past 10 years or so, five or 10 years, I think it's reminiscent of a time that was once lost to us where we had organizations like the black Panthers and organizations where like black people supported each other within communities. I think we're starting to see that again. I think that the internet is helping facilitate black people coming together, even if it's stuff like what we're doing with the, our podcast and linking up and having guests and having Nikki and all of that, like that is something that's happening. And you can see that it's having an effect on society. It's changing the way people think. It's allowing us to to tell our stories and to be, you know, become better individuals. I truly feel that way. Ever since I, I feel like there's been sort of a, and you can you can you know speak to this any of you, but I remember back like back when Tumblr really started popping off right there was this growing community of black women coming together in like the natural hair community which <laughs> has some mess but you know all of these people coming together and when we come together we create things like the me too movement we create things like black lives matter we create structural institutional change we have that power to do that and i think likewise the only way that that happens with k-pop and I'm not just talking about with cultural appropriation when it comes to like what they do to black people I'm, or like the anti-Semitism or anything. I'm talking about what they do to their own people. 
I think that there there needs to be something on that ground level, like what they did. For example, the way that Koreans came together with when they came together to get the president out of office to impeach the president after the Sewol Ferry incident. I think they can come together to do that for a lot of other things that are going on in their society. Like when we had the, our episode about deep fakes and our episode about um, all of this, you know, the nth room and talking about the problems that women and children face and the elderly and the debt problem, all of these issues in South Korea that are reflected by their entertainment industry, the, the, Featureism, lookism, things that we don't even talk about in the show a lot. We don't talk about, I mean, we talk about colorism, but I don't think we talk about featureism a lot and like lookism and how having the same face is better than, you know, as long as you're not dark, <laughs> you know, having the same face is better than having unique beauty to you. You know what I mean? Like these things are problems in that industry. These things that are things that directly affect Korean people. You know what I mean? Even if we, I know that we talk it where the conversation is about anti-Semitism and is about anti-Black racism. But I think that like at the same time, they need to fix their own issues too. You know what I mean? And I think that a lot of a lot of the things that a lot of the reasons why you see these problems in K-pop is because of their own issues. So like I think that racism is a higher octave of colorism, is a higher octave of lookism and featureism, all of these other issues that are more inherent um, to their like day-to-day society. Does that make sense? Or is that all really stupid? No, it absolutely No, you make perfect sense. sense. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we talk a lot. I feel like we talk as much about Black issues as we do about issues in Korea. Because obviously we're black and we talk about, you know, K-pop, which is Mm -hmm. in in Korea. And so I think that what we tend to see is a lot of the same problems, you know, in in different ways and different different forms. And I think our intention is to make people more aware of these issues and to sort of help people learn and unlearn through time and obviously like entertain like that's also some a facet of what we do and I do love what you said about people coming together because like you know I live in Toronto and I mean like Toronto's a big city but also like sometimes it's hard to find like-minded people like like like-minded black people I mean I also have a big family so I mean you know I have people but like for me being on Tumblr and like you know watching things with black leads led to me making a lot of friends and a lot of important people like Nikki who I met um and like a lot of other like people who I consider friends and it's it's through these (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) why are you calling my name Um, but it's through the the internet specifically um and and through our our niche you know sort of like interests and stuff like that that we're able to sort of connect with minded people and that's why we're able to collaborate mm-hmm. and have good times you know like through the live streams and like through um you know guest episodes on these episodes and and just collaborations and things like that and i think it is fostering like a stronger community and i think also because I'm a very petty person I do feel also that like the stronger we are together the more people have to pay attention to us and the more that people have like realize the power that we have through you know the words I mean we we get on here and we feel like we're just having conversations but you know 
there are people around the world who actually listen to us. Like it's a crazy thought because they're like us, how, why, whatever. But like at the end of the day, you know, like if there's people listening to what you have to say, there is some sort of power in that, right? And yeah, even if it's one person. Even if it's one person and like, you know, each tribe, like obviously like our goal here is obviously like to have conversations about, you know, the thing that we like, which is K-pop. But we also kind of want the world to be a better place. So a lot of the things that we speak about on this podcast is, is to help the world become a better place. Like I know a lot of times it feels like we're like attacking people maybe. Um, but like, also yes, we are. Yeah, we are because sometimes people, Some people are deserve to be attacked. Yeah. Like I I feel and I don't mean that in a please don't like go attack people. I mean in the sense that like Criticism. people deserve criticism like you, yeah. we you know even we, believe it or not we've been getting criticized yeah. <laughs> um yeah, you know and, and that's something you have to be open to them I, th- I think that the right type of criticism can really inform who you become and and i, I don't know i just think that and how you we, internalize it yeah i think, very, I think we have a i think i think oh that was so creepy y'all <laughs> No, I, okay. I just gotta tell y'all real quick. Yeah. All of a sudden, it looked like my um. Oh, it's because I think it was because of Nikki. Okay, that was strange. Um. Anyway, I lost my train of thought, so forget what I was saying. Um. Basically, moral of the story is anti semites are trash. If you are pro Nazi, you are automatically an anti semite. Actually, if you're pro Nazi, you're a white supremacist automatically. No ifs, ands, or buts. Therefore, you are a garbage human being and you deserve whatever criticism gets hurled your way. Yeah, um, and here's this, okay, this last point about criticism. I think that's what you were leaning on, like in mm-hmm. how people analyze criticism. I think that's what you're like going. I do want to say, like, you know, touching on something that you said around that. If we're wrong about something, tell us. I don't know if you guys seen the responses. The responses are usually like, oh, thank you for that information. That's how you take criticism. That's how you take like, a, oh, this is incorrect. Like the way that K-pop fans, a lot of these stands act is like, as soon as you say like, well, actually about their faves, it's a big deal. And like, please, I have to say this, please. If you feel personally offended by someone saying that, so on, you know, being called Hitler is a problem. You should probably seek some sort of therapy because you like what happens to somebody's life, somebody you don't even know, should not affect you personally like that. You, it should. Like, I mean, I'm not a doctor, I'm not way educated in mental health, but I do feel that K pop fans need to step away from some of these idols. It's okay to love and like love a group and to have biases and to spend your money and you know like tweeting about them and having the time. We do that all the time. You know, we talk about our faves all the time. It's not a problem. But if somebody says to me, like, uh, Bam Bam's ugly, I'm like, well, you know, maybe his looks are not for you. Like, it's not like I need to fight you. Like, why would I fight you for something like that? Like, first of all, I don't even know the man. Second of all, like beauty is in the eye of the beholder you know you might think you're a dime and you're like not even worth a penny so like at this point there's a lot of things going on here you know so well, I, I do want to you know what i want to say this too yeah. sorry for cutting you off but i do want to 
build off of that and say like there is like there are a couple of nuances to that like one if the reason why you are upset that you know somebody called Wanho ugly is because you feel like you are Wanho I think you have to really see some do some soul searching and like really think about why that bothers you and think about you know why you overly identify with Wanho and I think then that needs that means you need to really seek some help on that. I, I think that that's a deeper issue. Um, if the reason why you're upset, if somebody says that is because you feel like that's something that you really love and appreciate and that, you know, somebody's belittling something that you're interested in. I think that is valid. I think that the ugly thing, I mean, that's just kind of like a you know, personal preference. But if somebody is like, if you feel like somebody is saying to you that you, I, I, I think this happens a lot with girls who are interested in things and people try to make fun of you for it. Like if something that you hear a lot in K-pop, is, which is a horrible thing that the reason why I feel like the reason why I think it's horrible is because people consider it an insult. A lot of times I hear, why do you like them girly little boys? I hear that a lot. Like that's like just a really common thing and it's messed up because it implies number one, it implies that girly is bad. Number two, it implies that if you like something girly, something and that you are a girl, something is wrong with you, which that is not the case. You know, th- I think that there's so many issues with that, but that's the ma- the common thing I hear a lot. And that is honestly, that really is a form of belittling you. That is bullying you because it is saying that like, because you like this thing, you are this type of person and therefore you deserve to be attacked for it, right? That is very different. So I think that I just want to make that that nuance now. I just want to like pull that out and make that point that yes, what we are saying, like we are saying what Nat is saying, but we're also not trying to, we're also being considerate of people who have really valid, like it's it's valid for you. Like I if somebody's- I think there is like a huge difference somebody being like oh well you know jimmy can't sing versus like um you like anime can you even name an anime or you only like this type of anime it's not even real anime like there's a difference right like in in, like one of them is a fact and the other is like one's subjective and and one is actually not even really about the thing i think it's more of a judgment on you on you right yeah versus versus like some somebody actually having criticism on an artist like okay i'll talk about beyonce a lot of people don't like beyonce I mean, I I like I like her music or whatever, but a lot of people just think she's overrated. They have like a lot of things to say. Some of it is based in truth, some of it's not based in truth. But then, like, why would I personally be, you know, you know, all up in arms about someone saying, you know, something about Beyonce? Outside, not, and I'm not even talking about like a joking matter because sometimes we do joke about being like overly offended. But I'm just saying in, in general, like what what does somebody saying something about Beyonce really like unless it's racist yeah that's what I'm saying unless it's racist or sexist or something like that that's what I mean like those are like a lot of criticism is judgment based and it's judgment and it's not even really about the thing it's not even really about you it's about that person being so hateful and so hate-filled that they have to spread it around you know um and that is totally different like in the k-pop context I would say that there's only a certain, like a handful of things that you could say about specific idols that would actually piss me off. 
if anybody said anything about Jonghyun, I would fight them. I would absolutely fight them. And I'm not even joking. Like, I meet me outside. Meet me outside is all I got to say about that. And, you know, I'm very open <laughs> to admit that. Um, even though I, you know, never personally met him, but I feel but I think that because you, there, there comes to a point where it's just like, there's a, like a logical line, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I think there's a difference between saying, oh, I don't like this song. Such and such yeah. music is this, that like, that's, I don't, I think that, I think that people like, they don't understand how to criticize something without being racist, sexist, or transphobic, homophobic, mean spirited, like, yeah. Like, or you'll see, like, you, you, I don't want to say what I was going to say, because I know that I'm not trying to turn into a sad podcast, but people commenting on people's mental health, like, that's not cute. And that's never okay. No. Like, when you say something negative about somebody because they have a mental health issue that they're dealing with, that's never okay. And I think that might have been what you were kind of. Yeah, but that's the that's thing, right? Like, there's, there's a difference. Like, I mean, there's a, there's that logical line, as you mentioned, right? And it's like. K-pop fans act that like every single thing is Falls on that attack. logical line. <laughs> like it's, it's okay not to like something. It's okay for like like we were talking before about how Idol just doesn't have good songs. I mean, like <laughs> I mean, that's that's, that's just yeah. But like, here's the thing: like, what does that do to you as an Idol fan? Like, if you're enjoying their music, like, what does what we have to say about it really like have like? What like yeah, I'm not yeah, I'm not attacking better. you and saying, like, Oh, you you're a stupid it. person because <laughs> of you know, like what? What like, now, I, I might question so your good. morals. I might question your morals if you stand somebody, like for example, if you are like if you are going to bat for this for Kitler, or if you're going to bat for like yeah. trying to justify people doing horrible racist things, yes, I'm going to judge you because yeah. then that's you. That's the problem. That's your morals. That's the problem. And that's very handle, different. And if you can't handle the fact that people have actual valid criticism about your fave, then how are you ever gonna like live in this world where you know your boss is gonna tell you you're doing you're doing things too slow? You know, like how are you even gonna function? in a world where people generally mm -hmm. regularly criticize each other. Like, okay. It doesn't make any sense. Y'all want a real world example, just so y'all know that we not just talking stuff and we not just being this kind of people. Um, I always say this. I think I said this on our last uh, Patreon recording that we did, but um, I like so many things that Nat Nash just don't like. <laughs> they just straight up don't like. And I think can it be awkward? Yes. Because if you like something and you're talking to somebody and they don't like that thing, yes. However, I don't I think, you know, being able to say like when Ash started off the episode and she was like, um, you know, we have three shiny fans. I'm not a fan of shiny. So like not so as in like I don't care how Ash feels, but so like as in it, it it doesn't hurt me that she's not the fan. That's just her like she doesn't you know what I mean? That's just her thing. Like we're not just saying this because we live on some sort of moral high ground. This is just how we that this is just the facts. This is how it is. You know, like we practice what we preach is what I'm saying. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I think I think this has been incredibly you know interesting to talk about and. 
I'm happy we got to touch on this because that is something that, you know, we haven't talked about. We haven't talked about anti-Semitism since BTS did it. And that was a while ago. And so I think there is, we, I think there's, I'm not happy that she did this and I'm not happy that, you know, it had to come to this. I think that if we have, if we're trying to pull the positive out of it, the positive is that now the world can see that like, hmm, this is, you know, okay, this sounds so messed up. I feel like a bad person. Tell me if I'm a bad person for saying this, but I'm kind of glad that the world is seeing that K-pop is not just like, you know, oh, they saved the blacks from slavery <laughs> in 2020, you know, because they raised a million dollars. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know how much I'm getting tired of hearing oh, that. Yeah, you know funny. Like one of my friends, she would tweet it constantly because she's just like she's she was like, I hate the good press that K-pop is getting right now with us around it. It's just like it hurts my soul so much. Yes, because yeah. it's awkward. Because it's like if you are if you are in the K-pop fandom and you are black, like you see the absolute garbage that happens every day, Absolutely. and nobody talks about it. But then all of a sudden, BTS donates a point oh one percent of their net worth, and suddenly, like we they, they black Jesus, and we gotta <laughs> you know go to church every Sunday praying for BTS, seeing blood, sweat, and tears with the choir. Like no. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know what? Honestly, it's it is like really unfortunate that it's always in these moments that people see, you know, K-pop for what it is. But I'm I think it also adds nuance to the criticism because a lot of the, the criticism tends to be like, oh, K-pop is, you know, the dark side of K-pop kind of thing. That's usually like the only thing they talk about when they talk about negativity in the K-pop community. And it's like, no, like there's so many problems because they're people and we're people and people are kind of garbage. So it's, it's like, you ever notice too <laughs> with the quote, on, like with the, like we talk about the dark side of K-pop too. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm talking about when I said that, but you ever notice that just like you said, well, of course you know this cause you basically said it, but like whenever people talk about the dark side, it's only ever thing when bad things happen to idols, but it's never like when bad things happen because of idols. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So, and don't get um, me wrong, you know, eating disorders are horrible. Like absolutely. the mental health issues, that's all like things that has its place. But I think it's so important that we talk about these things as well. But yeah, well, yeah with that being said, I'm kind of, I'm kind of happy that the next topic <laughs> is about something that's uh, fun, kind of like cartoonishly villainous. Oh, that's what it is. Never mind. Okay, I thought we were talking about Shiny coming back, but oh no, we're talking about the we're talking about well-known cartoon villain Bang PD. <laughs> He's like um, what do you call it? Like like not like the Grinch. Who's like a famous cartoon villain? Wilmer Fudd. Yes, Wilmer Fudd. Wait, is he a villain? He's always trying to shoot people. Well, so he's I just trying to. It's this duck hunting season. People eat duck. Yeah, but then he's always like trying to get okay. How about um, Queen um, Beryl from Sailor Moon? Sure, you know what? Actually, any literally like um, Vegeta was once a bad guy, right? Um, Vegeta is a total simp now for his wife, so I don't think he counts. 
Okay. Who's that? Frieza. 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 Though technically Frieza did help in the world saga. Oh my god. This is why I hate Dragon Ball. <laughs> I really hate like that franchise. Or okay, you know what? Pokemon. Like, um, what are their names? Jesse and but they Team Rocket. But Team Rocket fun, fun villains that exactly. Oh, funny. okay. Well, I guess the point is that bank. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's just talk about Big Hit investing in YG Ash. What yeah. do you got to tell us about that? Apparently, Big Hit, along with subsidiary BNX, is investing a total of 70 billion won into YG Plus, a YG entertainment affiliate. All global membership business of YG Plus artists will take place on Leverse, and the two firms will cooperate in all aspects from entertainment to lifestyle. Big Hit Entertainment added YG Plus will be cooperating on its music distribution business. Um, they said, we highly anticipate the synergy between YG Plus's expansive network and music distribution and merchandise industry and Big Hit and BNX's experience in artist IP business and platform operations. So um, Big Hit looks like they are slowly expanding like Walmart conglomerate and gobbling up all the other little, well, YG is not little, but gobbling up all the other K-pop companies and but trying think, to, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, cause like YG plus isn't, is like, I was like interested about like the music portion because like YG plus is basically the home for the models and like, they're advertising with like mono shoot and stuff. So like mm-hmm. it's interesting that that's something that they chose to do. But then Naver also invested in YG Plus as well. Or was like an investor of it too. Interesting. And isn't Big Hit in Naver? Like, don't they yeah. have thing going? Yeah, their thing going on. So it's very interesting. Um yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty well known that Bang PD is literally trying to take over the K-pop business at this point. So, you know, I, you know, these type of stories come out, and I'm not surprised at all. You know? But isn't it? It's kind of like comedic when you think about it, because like Army's biggest thing is to always talk about how Big Three this and Big Three that, and here's Big Hit literally taking like so many companies armies literally deny big or like quote unquote like big three big four privilege when it comes to two by two and i'm like bts i can see it because they just literally like i mean they were scrubbing toilets and stuff while practicing so i get it but really two by two in hyphen like even and I and I saw that me and that talked about this a while ago. Two by two was living in a closet, like an actual literal closet. I'm not joking. They were literally living in a closet with a toilet for a while, but like they were still wearing like Gucci. Like <laughs> they will literally deny like big three privilege, even though by revenue isn't big hit currently in the like the first spot by revenue, like. Is that incorrect? I would believe it is true. Um, 
but I cannot verify that. Okay, well, fine. That, that that's that's fair. The point is, is that I totally agree with Nikki. Like the first thing they want to do is like toss around how everybody else has all these advantages because they're so big, um, and you know, BTS they you know they did everything on their own. Da 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 da, da. and it, I don't know. It's just really really strange to me because Big Hit literally is the epitome of capitalism and consumerism uh they literally try to monitor monetize everything every everything. single thing i mean like at this point at this point you know what's like really strange did y'all see have y'all seen that um dj Khaled? apparently they sent him like their little barbie dolls did y'all see that no I okay. That much, but that's not surprising. Well, you know, I don't follow that either, but I thought that was very strange because it's a DJ Khaled. What what is he gonna do with Barbie dolls? Um and I I think I don't know why I brought that up. The point is, is it's just weird to me. Obviously, so it's to like try to get a Grammy, but <laughs> ciao. <laughs> Barbie dolls. Um Anyway, point. They literally try to monetize everything that BTS does, and it's really, really strange at this point. Like, it's getting to the point where I think if BTS were to enlist right now, like, I don't even know, like, how armies would react. Because I don't even know how Big Hit would react. Because it's like, what are you going to sell now? Like, if BTS goes to the army, what are you going to sell? Isn't Jin due to like in enlist soon? I think pretty soon, but I don't know if like COVID kind of messed with that for some. It hasn't. Apparently, like it's the perfect time. I was reading this article about like enlistments in Korea, and it's like the perfect time for people to enlist because, especially if you're young, going to school and stuff like that. Because like there's get out economy in a slump and like and things like that too. The, the economy is kind of in a slump. Everybody's at home and you know you don't really get the college experience because you're stuck at home. You know doing all oh yeah. yeah. Like it is it is the perfect time right now to enlist. But Jin yeah Jin's like 28. Is it 29? Oh my god, he is like 28. Because um yeah he's 22. Yeah. Yeah. This man is almost 30. <laughs> Don't girl, he's almost 30 and doing a, let me stop. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because him and Shonu want the ex were born in the same year. And Shonu JB, is almost 30. Yeah, he's born in 92 too. And also um JB has is born in 94, but he has an early birthday, so he's considered 93, I think, because of that. Yeah. So like they're around the same age. But so, I still consider Yeah, because like Backyoung like, and Chanel, there's a lot of yeah. people that have to enlist. Pretty soon, yeah, for sure. I know, That's you know, honestly, like, honestly, he's too. <laughs> sorry, you said Beckhan, yeah, yeah, yeah he's nice too. I think, I think Beckhan, I think SM chose the wrong time to to start his solo career. They should have started yeah. it earlier. Yeah. They should I mean, have. They really they now he's 28. He was born in 92, too. So he's 28 as well. Yeah. So yep. he's, he has to go. See, they, I feel like they did the right thing with Temin. Temin, like, had a solo career way before, like... Yep. But it, it does help that Temin debuted when he was 14. So I think yep. that's part of it. So, yeah. So, but I guess my whole thing is, is like, it's kind of creepy to... No, okay, let me stop. I think the reason why 
you know what? See, let me read myself for filth real quick. Uh, Jimin, you're literally only saying this because you're biased against Big Hit. Literally, that's the only reason why you're saying this because so many companies are doing similar things. You know what? No, that's not what it is. I'm not biased against Big Hit. I think... I don't like it. I don't like the precedent it says. I'm not a fan of monopolies. I think there's a reason why we have antitrust. If if we were allowed to have like legal monopolies, you know, like imagine if Big Hit bought out SM, God forbid, let me knock on wood. If, imagine if they bought out, bought out SM and what's another company that Okay, just SM because girl, don't make that out JYP no more. No, but the, like, what if they bought out all the smaller companies because they got Pledis? What if they bought Starship X and then they? That's what I'm saying. Like, if they bought out, if they bought, if honestly, if Big Hit bought SM, I might have to start listening to Shiny on Bootleg because I don't want to contribute to Bang PD's pockets. I think that's the scary thought. Like, if if you if you buy out your competition, you could literally do. Technically, SM kind of did that. Like when they bought out Wool M and like you ain't heard from Infinite ever since. <laughs> I don't even know Infinite is still a group anymore. They're technically still a group, but yeah, like they they're just doing their own thing because they're not allowed to be top stars anymore as a group. Right. Like imagine Im- imagine if Big Hit did that. Like honestly, the only reason why the only way I don't see them doing that is because like honestly, Big Hit by itself like let's take away all the subsidiaries take away weverse take away all of the branding that they do that's tangentially related to bts right by itself i don't think big hit could sustain tomorrow by together and in hyphen like without bts do you guys disagree with that i agree like without without bts i'm saying like without any of that revenue i because as a tomorrow by together person who's interested in them they don't have the sales girl they they don't have it i'm sorry like i, I like them a lot but they just don't have the sales and i don't honestly i think in hyphen is just overhyped i honestly, don't see that. i mm-hmm. literally didn't even know in hyphen was like from big hit until i was like doing one of my reviews and someone was like oh you do know that they're like from big hit right and i was like oh really and their music sounds like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? Hold on. What you mean? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just is saying. Is it the production? Because we've discussed the production. <laughs> no, like, what, what does their music sound like? Because this comes from a person who genuinely wants to know. Girl, I ain't listening to no. I, I don't know. It just, I just thought they were just some random nigga group. I really just thought there was, I did not think they were like from Big Hit. Like the production is just, is yeah. that? It was just not good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Wow. I mean, I believe it. Honestly, like that's, I, I feel like Big Hit doesn't know how to be successful. They got like BTS is literally a fluke. Like they They are literally really really lucky. I mean. Hit, I mean, like, it says something. They got lucky because all of the One Direction fans fed <laughs> into One Direction disbanded. Yeah, yep. <laughs> not just saying disbanded when <laughs> they technically did disband. But um, oh, you—that's a good point. And like, the, I think the flukiness of BTS is so interesting too, just because like 
can you name any of their sunbays at Big Hit? Like, can you name anybody who came before them? And they have some artists that came before them. Well, technically, TM was signed to them um, after they left JYP, and technically, they had um, was it Evil? Was Evil was 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 that the girl group that they had there? Can you name any group that Big Hit created on their own or artists that they developed on their own? I'm not talking about came from JYP, came from this, came from, I'm not literally something like BTS that they produced on their own. Yeah, that girl group um, before one of them tried now to I asked them. you, can you name them? Oh, you're not evil. naming. I'm pretty sure they're called evil. E- evil? E-V-I? No, E-V-O-L. I can't okay, so think I that was glam. Yeah, I think it's glam. Right. So, so Nat just proved my point, even though she thought she wasn't. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Glam. Like, come on now. Ooh, why can't they be successful? Whereas SM has proven to us time and time again, they are going to make this rotational thing successful. They tried it twice. Three times. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't work. <laughs> and now looks in like looking like third times a charm because people's loving NCT. No matter how y'all feel about them, they are up there in sales with seventeen. We never we never say with BTS because ain't nobody up there with BTS. But they are up there with seventeen. Yeah. So no yeah. matter what y'all trying to say about them, I don't we know. The MV. Sorry to interrupt, but we watched the MV for Resonance on Friday. Why would y'all do that? That's like <laughs> first of all, it's old. Secondly, ugh. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> That's so ghetto. Y'all are ghetto. I love that song so much. Honestly, good job. Good job, Hoover. Mixed all the no. songs. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yes, I do agree. I feel that, I mean, I don't want this big hit section to be longer than it needs to be, but it's interesting that, you know, they're basically just buying things up with the, the money that BTS worked hard for. They, that, they literally, like, sweated their... Or they shed their blood, sweat, and tears to to give to Bang PD, and he's just spending it on on buying everything that's already established, that's already like there. Um, but I do feel that because K-pop is is really big on in like company stand standing and things like that, I do feel like whatever big hit brings out, people are going to support. I don't know, like to the extent the armies are going to support them. Um, but oh, I do feel that's like- literally the only reason the only reason why two by two had a fan base was because of armies at first but then like people actually realized oh they like I think armies realized that <laughs> two by two are not BTS and they're not trying to be BTS and I think a lot of them went back and then two by two kind of slowly started to get their own fans yeah. so I but I do think that you underestimate Army's uh, willingness to like I think Army see Big Hit as an extension of BTS more than anything I don't think it's like regular company stand behavior no yeah no they do mm-hmm. looks like the next topic is Shiny Shiny is back Shawals Rejoice they held their live fan event the ringtone Shiny is back on January 31st they performed Marry You which is a B-side track off of their new album and they announced that their album will be dropping February 22nd, 2021. So late. And it's late? Yeah, I just feel like you're starting promotions on February 1st or January 31st, and your album's not even dropping until, like, the 22nd. I think that's, I feel like that's late. But maybe they're going to be doing, a, like, a whole big rollout of, like, content. And that's why they're spacing it that way. 
Because I mean, it's it's like it's great that everybody else is from back from the army, but Taman still has to go. So it's like I don't know um, how long they're gonna keep up like group promotions before that inevitably happens, you know. Uh, so I don't know. I kind of just feel like I, I I don't know exactly what SME plans to do with this comeback if they're going to roll out like a whole bunch of content um, and make it like. Like, you know, give Shiny what they deserve or if if it's going to be like radio silence kind of leading until like they're a week or two weeks before. And that's when they drop in the trailers and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. It's very strange, but I, I kind of wish that they were coming back earlier. Not going to lie. I feel like we need it. <laughs> K-Man, it looks like, was apparently the victim of some selective editing um, on Panchoa, there was a post that said that Taman's past video resurfaces where he claims that he likes women who, despite being a woman, are able to have thoughts and a sense of responsibility. Well, later on, someone went back and found the radio show where Taman made the comment. And it sounds like the words may have been cut off in the article. And someone that translated the actual interview says that he's saying that men have stereotypes that women have to be feminine. But despite those stereotypes, they have to remember women have thoughts. People should watch the whole interview first, trying to cancel him for something he didn't even say. That was the post. But yeah, apparently he said that... Um, Women have to be fem- men have stereotypes that women have to be feminine, but despite those stereotypes, they have to remember that women have thoughts. So apparently, someone edited the original interview to make it sound like that he said something a lot more insensitive than he actually said, and Panchoa posted it. And of course, that's how these things happen. So I think you guys kind of. Um, referenced it earlier when you guys were talking, but was there anything else you wanted to say about it? Um, well, I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think we did already kind of touch on it. And like, I think it's a conspiracy personally. Um, <laughs> I think that when fans get, you know, their, their faves get in trouble. The best thing for them to do is, is deflect rather than, you know, take accountability or allow the idol to take accountability. Like nobody bows anymore when they apologize. I don't know. I just feel like the era of K-pop is really lazy. And so like the fans do all this extra work to like hide the searches and, and, you know, fill the tags so you can't find out what exactly happened. And it, I don't know, it's just really corny. And it's also just like, like you did all of that for something that it's anybody could really just like look up and confirm for themselves. Like what, like what have you accomplished? You know, um, your faves still did the thing that they did. You know, they, they still, um, you know, you can't unhug that Nazi mannequin, you know, or whatever. So it's kind of weird and strange and very, 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 very silly. Um, but I, I'm not surprised anymore. I think last year was like a really big learning curve. I mean, we already knew that like 
fans in of K-pop could be garbage. But the extent that they were willing to go last year, especially with the whole Black Lives Matter thing, um, situation that was, you know, happening last year during, um, you know, the ongoing pandemic. Uh, <laughs> it, it's kind of insane that um, they were still, they still found the time to be very racist, you know, as, as, as much as they could be, you know? And so I, yeah, I'm not surprised. I, I, I don't think I can be surprised by these things anymore. It's just like, you're dumb. People figured it out. Also, it's Taman. Like, Taman, I don't think Taman would ever say something like that right now. So, what's your point? You know, like, what are you trying to prove with this? But yeah, that's Isn't the point that he didn't say it to begin with. Yeah, the point is that he didn't say it to begin with. But even if he had said it, like, what I mean is, like, you know, we talked about it before. Like, your your actions also speak you know, quite loudly as well, too. So even if, like, Taman did believe that at, like, 15, Taman has proven, like, time and time again, in my opinion now, that he doesn't actually subscribe to that kind of thought or belief or anything like that. So, and and it's not like it's going to make your fave suddenly not do the thing that everyone knows that they did. So that's why it's, like, so weird to me that people would even go to the effort of doing that. But yeah, I don't know. Keep offense or well, while we are still waiting for a second season of Queendom, uh, we've had Road to Kingdom, and now we have Inet's Kingdom, which is going to have six groups: the Boys, Icon, BTOB, SF9, Stray Kids, and ATs. And this whole thing will be hosted by TVXQ. Um, what? Yeah. Was that it, how Quindom was? Was it hosted by a senior girl group? Oh, you know what? Bomb was on there. So I guess. So. Anyway, uh, I want to comment on that real quick. Um, it's kind of, isn't it kind of insulting for Icon to be on there? Like, for th- not insulting to the other groups, insulting to Icon for them to be on Kingdom. Because I take Kingdom as being something for like, almost like up and comers, like not necessarily Nugu, but not like super popular. Mm, not really. No, so, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't Road say to so Kingdom, Road to Kingdom was the up and coming option. Like that's where. But like Queendom, which is its equivalent. Yeah. But like none of those, I wouldn't cons- like none no, of those had, like twice or a black pink. No, but they had like Mama Moo, which was like pretty like would probably oh, okay. be okay. So the token yeah. group that's yeah, because they like, had Mamamoo and they had like AOA, which was like good in their prime and now falling off. And an icon kind of is in like a limbo now ever since yeah. they lost Hanbin. So it kind of makes sense that they would go there to try to get back some of their hype. I think that's I why TOB is like, there I too. I feel like for them to do this is kind of, I, I think maybe it's because. Because Bobby's still an icon. I think it, I don't want to say it strikes me as corny, but not, that's not the word I want to use. It strikes me as like kind of un YG idol like. I, yeah, I, I agree don't know. With that. I uh, definitely agree with that. It's like a strange move. Especially since, yeah, like, I agree. So adverse to like doing things that other idols would normally do. Like, you know, we're artists, we don't 
you know, we don't go to the award yeah, shows. Another, the award shows come to us. <laughs> Blackpink can only fund them for so long, so they have to find different ways to make money now because they haven't brought Bad Big Bang yet. So mm, this to me, this kind of solidifies in my in my worldview that YG is definitely. I mean, obviously they're on a decline financially. Everybody is, yeah. but like it kind of solidifies where their brand is to me. Uh, And I guess I should have picked up on that a long time ago when um, people were like, basically like when people were talking about, um, I I forgot what it was that I watched, but they were talking about Blackpink and how like Blackpink basically transcends YG. So as to say that, you know, YG's kind of holding Blackpink back, like just having that name attached to Blackpink. And I think this move kind of solidifies that, oh, they really are kind of like seen as like a, a, a level below SM, JYP, Big Kid. Yeah, no, like there's literally, they're, they've gone down so much. Like Treasure made no noise. And that's like not usual for a, YG group to not make any noise and like Treasure has had like 20 million comebacks and they they literally back not, like every <laughs> month <laughs> yeah no I, I do think that Winner and both Winner and Icon have taken huge hits and their popularity has been on a decline a lot lately um, and then who else do they have they have Sashkis which they might as well sign with um, Zico's label <laughs> Zico had any song last year, which was a viral hit in Korea. That's like, what I'm saying. I'm just saying, yeah. like, what, what, to me, they were fit in a lot with Zico. And I say Zico yeah. more so than Jay Park because I think uh, Jay Park. Jay Park is <laughs> Jay Park is, I don't know, especially after that. Um, I saw that thing where he was involved in some sort of movie. It was a hot mess. Anyway, point. Um, Isn't Zico's I, label like, under big hit now too yeah i think it is it is actually welcome to the zungle as he calls it uh yeah it is i think it is under big hit because <laughs> he's on um we first now right um i just feel like i don't really this is gonna I, no offense to well mm, i don't care about offending anybody with this i don't really understand what kingdom is going to bring me and i guess it's just because like i just unless it brings drama that's what i want to see i want to see them fight and beef i want it to be like um like a vh1 show like that's what i want to see no it was probably just gonna be like queendom in which they're just all like oh let's become girlfriends and i don't want to see that <laughs> I think this. I think that with these particular groups that we just named, they don't have the catalogs that makes that make sense. Whereas, like, I could see how Mama Moo and AOA and all that, because Mama Moo actually has like a catalog that people respect. The rest of these groups, like these boy groups, like ATs, Icon, not only are they kind of newer, like they're much newer than like some of the girl groups, but they like they just don't have the hits if that makes sense but like, even if I, they have good music they just don't have the yeah because like i mean if 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 kingdom is like I, I didn't watch road to kingdom 
But like, if it's the same as Queendom, then it's only really like that they're gonna have like they're they're gonna do like their hit songs. So whatever song it is that will made them popular. So I guess love scenario for Icon, and then they're gonna do like a remix of like some of their B sides and stuff, and then like original songs. So I don't know. I think I do think that it's a going very to- huh. Go on. No, what are you saying? Oh, I was just going to say, like, with the original songs, what is Icon going to do without Hanbin? <laughs> but go, you, yeah. you go. Well, I was going to say that um, they do, like, I I think they have a nice lineup. Like, I think that these, the boy groups that they've picked are, like, they are really good performers. Like, they have really nice stages. So, which is what Wait, I enjoyed about Queendom. Uh, except for Icon ATs, who's the rest again? Write them down in the chat so I remember. Mm. I gotta look it up now. But I know H O T. What's SF Nine ATs, Icon, Stray Kids, and the Boys. Okay, now the boys I'm interested in because they have a. I like I the boys are really popular for some reason. Like all over the internet, like you just see fan cams, you see gifs, you see all kinds. So of they're, stuff. Like, they're like the most aesthetically pretty group of the new really? generation. <laughs> I, um, that's okay. What they, that's what they hot say. Take, hot take. Okay, hold up. Let me let me check there. Okay. I'm not saying they're not attractive because I've never I've seen them, but I just I, I don't I'm not saying that I just want to see how old they I are. I can't recognize I don't recognize anyone from the boys other than Julian, and that's just because I have a mutual who's like obsessed. Oh, ninety six. So he's always on my like timeline. That's the only one I know from the boys. Okay, so the Magne is was born in two thousand. Okay, um, I guess it's not an app comparison, but I will say that okay. This might be me being biased. I think Tomorrow by Together has the best visuals of the fourth generation. Yeah, that's you being biased. So moving on. <laughs> uh, I'd love to know who you think competes with Tomorrow by Together. But um, I mean, Stray Kids definitely doesn't. ATs. Oh, no. Absolutely that's, not. that's a joke. Um, my friend. So who, who in the like fourth generation more. competes, though? I'm just curious. Oh, wow. Oh, I don't. I just don't think that there's any collectively good-looking boy group anymore. Oh, like I, just, I think that there's individual members of groups that are attractive, but not like as a collective. I don't think that I take. I don't think that there's besides two in particular in my mind. There's no collectively like every boy group member is attractive in any generation. Period. And that's just the truth. I, I can. I can only think of two as well. But I won't share. <laughs> no, I won't share either. But that's just the truth. Um. Anyways, um. Okay, so I'm looking at this list of groups. Outside of Icon, I don't think I've liked any of their. Okay, B to B, I think I've liked maybe some of them. And then SF9, I don't remember their music. Um. And then the boys, I literally only know them because like people always post about like they're like. Not variety content, but what would you call like when they do shows and stuff? That type of well, I guess that is variety content. So I they wouldn't be excited. Won Road to Kingdom, I believe the boys they they won Road to Kingdom. That's probably why they're so popular. Um, 
I would only be excited for Icon, you know, and in terms of like music, because I like a song by Icon. So I don't know. Good luck. I don't so, have anything else to say. Last year, I came to the unfortunate realization as I was doing my end of year list that I apparently enjoy ATs and Stray Kids songs. Who knew? I mean, I feel very, very sorry for your ears. <laughs> It's a choice we all make. Um, I God's menu goes hard. Okay, I can't stop it. It's not my fault. It bops. If you say so. Um, I don't know. I mean, you, you maybe you guys can watch it. If I so, Nikki, you like Stray Kids. You like ATs. Let me know how you do. Too strong of a word. I. Listen, but you just said that you remember <laughs> that you like them. I'm confused. Okay, I mean, so I, I'll probably this. just I'll probably just watch the stages. I probably won't watch the actual show. I'll just watch like oh. the performances. The performances are like if it's anything like Queendom, then they're gonna they should have really interesting and fun performances. Well, also, but I think part of that, don't you think, would be like. It's hard to deny, no matter how much people hate Mama Mood, they have straight stage presence. Um, yeah, would. but their their stages were actually not any of my favorite stages. Oh. Well, I guess well, I, I'm just using them because that's like who I know the most, you know? Yeah. Um, and I guess I say that because like who of these groups have the stage presence to be able to like I don't know, like, okay, maybe B2B because they're a little older, but I haven't even seen them live. I just know them because i know them you know i don't know good luck we'll see <laughs> i don't really see this as i don't know i kind of am interested but i don't really care at the same time it's strange feeling okay well to round out things tonight i'll leave you with one home on a bed and nothing but a sheet good night Am I supposed to be like excited <laughs> or like happy? Well, I mean, this is the type of thing he is posting onto social media. And um, some people are delighted. Some people are um, horrified. Some people <laughs> think he is thirst trapping. You know what's so, I'm looking at these pictures and like, one thing I noticed is like K pop idols. Like male idols shave everywhere, which everywhere. is not something you see in the Western world. Very interesting. Very different, I should say. Um, bold of him to do this, but he is independent. Right? He's independent, right? No, he's still Am signed to Cube. He's still signed to Cube. What? As a solo artist, yeah. He's at the same label as Months X. So what was the... You know what? <laughs> what was the whole point in that? That is just so dumb to me. I think they just wanted to make a show of like, we're teaching him a lesson. And I don't know. That's that's kind of dumb now that I know that that's the case. Um, yeah. yeah this, does awkward. this tickle your... Uh, gird your loins, ladies? Not at all. Not at all. I mean, like, Not. he's cute, but in the... No. Nope. I think he's a bit too bulky. I think Nat needs to... 
Can you turn right? Me too. I, I agree. That, though. I, I think that he, I admire his dedication to like his health. I think that's amazing. Um, and I admire his confidence. I think that's amazing. And it's just it's cool that he can feel like you know liberated in in like you know those types of pictures. And I think that's awesome. That's it. Yeah. So basically, there's a fan who was on Twitter who was like, Wanho doesn't post these pictures for you to treat him like a sexual object. He's just doing I mean, it. He absolutely no, no, but the fan was saying that he 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 does it because he wants to show how healthy he is. <laughs> and show off his he could post himself at the gym if that was the case. Yeah. I mean, next they're going to tell mean, me that Tamin humps the stage because he just wants to show you how much he loves the stage. Like, like <laughs> how that works. <laughs> so, yeah, that was like the funny tweet I think of that day. I'm getting real tired of like boy stands specifically. Like, I'm getting real tired of them taking issue if somebody is sexually attracted to their their faith because they try to make it seem like, you know what they try to do? They try to basically compare you to like a sexual harasser or a sexual predator if you find someone sexually attractive that they happen to like and that person is putting out sexual content. Like, I think we said it on that, on our Patreon episode, Kai did not put out mm-mm for no reason. Like he didn't put it out so you wouldn't listen to it and be like, oh, this is a sexy song. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. This is like they treat these idols like I don't know, like pure, pure flowers or some shit. I don't know. It's very strange. Like the man is literally like half naked on a bed with a sheet strategically placed over his private like, part. He has a sheet on, like <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Like, and why would okay, you? Okay, well, first of all, Nat, actually, you're wrong. And let oh. me tell you why. Because sure. the ancient Greeks wore sheets as clothes. So, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I don't think he's wearing it in the same style with the way that he's rolling around on that bed trying to get the perfect angle. Um, it looks more like the way people. Well, I assume that people post on like Instagram and OnlyFans. Only yeah, like that, that's the way. It I'm is assuming. very thoughty. It is very OnlyFans esque, and he was going for that look. He you know was. what? I fully. I'm one of those people. I su- I fully support thottery. I think it's amazing. I think that um, anybody who wants to thirst trap and do all that should be able to. Absolutely. And I don't. I don't. I just don't understand the outrage here. Like I, I'm, I guess I'm just. It's late, and I'm I'm already like irritated. I got a headache, <laughs> so I think that just hearing this dumb stuff from like, and you know what? What is even worse about it? These probably aren't even like young fans. It's probably like fans that are like my age, you know, like twenty somethings who are just saying this because of some weird, like infantilization towards isn't didn't you say earlier that Wanho was like 32? Uh well no that's Shonen. No, Wano's 27, isn't he? Yeah. Did I call this man Wanu and get his name wrong? <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he was born in 93. He was born in 93. He was born in 73. Yeah, 
No, 93. <laughs> oh, <laughs> girl. He's born in 93, so he's 27. He's going to be 28 this year. He's a grown-ass man who wants women to uh, to look at his he's body. real grown. Yeah. Like, to me, real grown, real grown is like 26, 27. That's yeah. real grown, right? Like, he, he knows what he wants. He, like, I don't know. It, it, and I'm not saying that gives anybody an excuse to sexually harass him. I don't know no. that I've seen that happening. But that doesn't mean that you can't find him attractive in your own personal time. Like, yeah, that doesn't mean you can't double tap the picture that is there explicitly for you to double tap. Yeah. And it falls in line, too, with um, another fan just mentioned that um, idols adult idols shouldn't write shouldn't have or produce or i don't come out with like sexual music what they might have they might have young fans yeah i i saw um, what (laughs) so i was just like what (laughs) like you you do understand that your idol has sex right like with women that he or not my opa what are you talking about opa would never yeah, they they and then they turn awesome. around and write like fan fiction about every like right your name thing they your can name or like, you know, you, I feel like I feel like one thing you see they they turn around and they'll go get the uh <laughs> this is so trifling but I did see unfortunately on my TL this was a while ago of when them BTS dolls first came out yeah child mm-mm. Yeah. or or the new light sticks yeah. Mm-mm. Uh, these are the same this is how you know who you're dealing with like these people are stuck in a fantasy where they think Waho is going to be their boyfriend and so any picture that he posts like this it's it it don't mean nothing either it don't mean nothing or some private secret between them and Waho which oh child so I I don't know I don't know what more we can say about this that we haven't ever said before like he's grown he wants people to look, which is why he's showing you. He posted um, him thirst traps. Yeah. People who don't want people to look will say that they don't want you to look. <laughs> I mean, and be like, good morning. Like, what? Yeah. Like, I don't, <laughs> understand. I just don't understand. Go ahead. Go on. No, I was just saying, I just didn't understand the concept behind them saying that, oh, he's being forced to, po-. like, he's not being forced to post that. Like, he, Wait, somebody said he was being forced. Yeah, someone said that that like he's being forced to like well, post well, like that to like have more uh, more of those sexual tones so that he could get more fans or something like that. And I was just well, like, who would be forcing him to do this? Out of curiosity, he's not like know. an idol idol anymore. He's a solo artist, and I mean, male solo artists tend to be a lot more sexual than they. You know the the boy group ones. You know what? Oh. This reminds me of um, the flat Earth conspiracy, right? <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, the Earth is flat, and like NASA is working together with like MIT and the United States government to hide that the Earth is flat. And it's like, but who would benefit from the Earth being flat? Like, who, who benefits? From literally, that? literally, who benefits? <laughs> like. <laughs> What's the point in making this a conspiracy? Everybody wants to make things a conspiracy. That is so strange to me. Like, I don't know. People who do that, that's like, that's like, it's kind of like the idea that an addictive personality will get addicted to anything, you know? Mm-hmm. So like people who would believe that Wanho is being forced to post this probably also believe that lizards are running the earth and that we have no control. 
Yeah. Which arguably, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, don't think about it. Or <laughs> those are the same people who believe that Trump actually won the election. How about that? Oh, uh, the same people who probably didn't hot take. No, it wasn't even a hot no, take. It was a not at all. But yeah, I think that is a good end to that um, topic. <laughs> uh, Honestly, I don't even know what this episode was like. <laughs> it was all over. it was a pot puri potpourri. Yes. Did I say potpourri? I, yeah. I did not yeah. say I did not say potpourri. I said potpourri. Okay. Mm, I don't know, but I heard you say potpourri though. Okay. I heard potpourri too. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you think you said, Ash, I believe you said. All right. <laughs> that is a hypocrite. Okay. <laughs> no, that's the cancer. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I had a thought about cancers earlier. I'm gonna have to tell you later, Nat. It's about cancer men. So, oh yeah, your brethren. So okay, yes. Um, that is the end of that. This has been fun. I mean, depending on what your idea of fun is. Okay, maybe not fun. I just realized we talked about Nazis for like an hour. So <laughs> this has been. <laughs> Sorry. Like, <laughs> This has been insightful. Um, it has been an absolute pleasure to have Nikki on the show. We always welcome Nikki with open arms. If she ever wants to come back, she probably doesn't. But <laughs> I hope you do. Thank um, you guys for inviting me. I had yeah. fun. Well, okay. Uh, fun. A good time. I don't know. Is that is it okay to say I had fun even though we talked about... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's totally okay. Yeah, I had a good time. Thank you guys for Yay. inviting me. We're so excited. Um, and also, if you guys want to find Nikki, where can they find you, Nikki? Um, you guys can find me on Twitter at Ioniwa Melanin. I'm usually the only person tweeting, and it's usually way out of pocket stuff. So if you want to fight, you can fight. It's fine. And um, on BotheredUnnies.com. Or Soju Chronicles. Yes, yes, yes. Make sure that you guys, we will be putting links in the descriptions of our episodes so you can actually navigate directly to uh, y'all. I'm going to keep it real. I'm kind of like looking at this weird uh, Bob's Burgers episode. So if it sounds like I'm kind of choppy, it's just like it's some strange stuff going on on my TV. I'm sorry about that. This is all going to be cut, Nikki. <laughs> don't don't worry. Um, but yes, we will be putting links in the bottom so that you guys can go directly to Nikki on Twitter. You can go directly to Unbothered Unies and you can go directly to Soju Chronicles. Always support. I personally love listening to Nat and Nikki, uh, more so Nikki. and i know you guys would too especially if you love a good anime i love it so um with that being said uh you can find us (laughs) on twitter at nyan edisons n-y-a-n-e-t-i-z-e-n-s you can also find us on facebook and instagram at not your average netizens and if you'd like you can reach us via email at netizens at gmail.com we are always open to suggestions if you guys want to hear any certain types of episodes um, if you want to support us you can find us on patreon at 
Nyan Edisons. Um, there you can find exclusive album reviews, mini souls where we just talk about any and everything, all things K-pop, all things Korean entertainment, um, music entertainment to be specific. <laughs> um, you can find it there on our Patreon. We also do uh, bi-weekly live streams and just so much more to come in 2021. Uh, with that being said, I would like to give a couple shout outs. So are y'all ready for shout outs? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to go first because I, I, I'm talking. So shout out to Blonde Subin. Apparently there was a point in time where Subin from Tomorrow By Together was blonde. Um, and that is just weird to think about. I've literally never considered that. Shout out to um, Yanjun, obviously. Shout outs to um, shout outs to us. Shout outs to Nikki, and shout outs to Unbother Unease. Shout outs to Soju Chronicles. Shout outs to um, we were talking about a group earlier. You guys might want to help me jog my memory that I said that I wanted to get into. The boys? Shout out to the boys because I want to get into them. I literally see them all over the internet and they seem really entertaining, but I just haven't taken that next step. Um, so shout out to them though, just for being there. Um, and then I just want to do this for old time sake, nostalgic reasons. Shout out to D Crunch. Golden Child, shout outs to K Flying Tigers, ain't it? K Tiger Zero. Which one is it? What was the name? I, I, I forgot. I have, have to, I have to look it up. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have to look it up. I can't remember the name. Oh uh, man, that's messed up because they were we were rolling with them and then they stopped making music. K Tiger Zero. Shout out to K Tiger Zero, but do y'all? I can't believe y'all forgot about D Crunch. I think they came back at the beginning of the year too, so we'll have to listen to that. Um, but yeah, any shout outs from you guys? Also, we also have to always shout out Jungkook. I don't know why; it's just something we have to do every episode. TJ Hair Color back. Is there anything else, Ash? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, shout outs to our patrons. Uh, shouts to all of our patrons and our new patrons. Um, thank you for, uh, just, you know, being willing to, um, part with your hard earned money, um, for, uh, our content every month. And we promise that we will continue to, um, bring about like new videos, new um, recordings, and and just new content for you to listen to. So, thank you for um, funding us and supporting us so very much. Okay. Um, shout outs to us. You know, it's a Monday night. Uh, Mondays are hard. <laughs> shout out to Nikki for being here. Um, she asked many times why I did not invite her. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, um, yeah, we have to do this. Uh, apparently this is our 201 episode. That's not how you say that at all. Not, I, I wasn't sure as I was saying it, but I was like, wait, <laughs> someone will correct me. There you go. So our 201st 
Yes. Yes. Okay. Our 201st episode. Um, yeah, we kind of dropped the ball on that because uh, <laughs> you usually celebrate the 200th episode. But, uh, you know, congrats to the podcast. Obviously, you know, I'm a new face. Trina's kind of a new face. We're, you know, we came in together a couple years ago with Jay. and But Ash has been holding it down since 2014. And yeah, 201 episodes. It's bananas. Insane. I can't believe we've it's been talking about K-pop. Yeah. I can't believe you've been talking about K-pop this long. And uh, um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, we're, you know, excited to bring you even more. As Ash was saying, you know, on our Patreon, we're trying to bring more mm-hmm. discussions, more nuanced discussions and more interesting topics that touch not just on K-pop, but, you know, K-pop adjacent uh content so we're excited and if you guys have any recommendations what you want to see how you want to see it in you know whatever medium do let us know uh we are trying to do more live streams our last live stream was pretty lit uh so we'll try to promote that a little bit more um on our, our media so that you guys can see us and you guys can join in on the fun uh last shout out is to got seven marks back in la People were crying. I don't know why people were crying, but people were crying on the TL. Uh, you know, Jin Young signed with BH Entertainment. Excitement all around. Big moves. Hopefully JB and um, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Bam Bam signs with something soon. And Mark actually puts a video up on YouTube. We'll see. But yeah, that's it for me. Nikki, do you have any shout outs? Um, shout out to you guys for having me. I had a lot of fun. And then uh, shout out to Jenny for giving an awesome solo the re-up stage at the Blackpink concert. And that's it. <laughs> no other Was shout that out. free? Uh, no, but I didn't pay. I'm poor. I don't pay anything for anything that Blackpink produces or puts out. But, you know, someone- I, saw that, I saw that out of nowhere. Like, I, I like random no, people were like oh this black pink concert and i'm like oh, no it what? was ridiculously <laughs> expensive i was like i'm not paying that so we gave someone away i know paid to it, for it. remember yeah we gave away tickets oh wow concert. okay so um, <laughs> i take all of that back but you know what you can't really blame me this the last like three weeks of my life have been horrible so <laughs> um <laughs> uh but okay it's that's very I'm so sorry I didn't know that that is good to know though um I'm happy you didn't pay for that or am I these concerts maybe icon would have to go on kingdom <laughs> I do want to do an anti shout out, and that's the Lisa for her cover. Oh my god, no, let's not that talk about that. Not let's have not, talk, let's not talk about that. I don't know why that was even an option. Like, she should have just gone up there and dance. Like, don't sing, don't rap, don't just what is say so. Can one of y'all sing it for it's, me? Because I don't know what it is. It's a Doja Cat song. I just know. Oh, is it the night the morning? Keep it me in the moment. Oh, that's what it's called. Yeah. Say so. Yes. I always thought that was um Dua Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa? No, um, that makes no, it's sense. a Doja. Wow. Why would she do that? Yeah, it was not. Because I know that song. Okay. Wow. Strange. Um, I'll send you a link. It was not good. 
I can only imagine. I'm trying to scare it, though. I want to give an anti-shout out. Okay. All right. Thank you all for listening. This has been very intriguing discussion. Lots of cuts to be made. Um, and yes, have a wonderful two weeks. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye, Bye. Bye y'all.